0: we are live hey concrete hey big truck what's good good evening ladies
1: hey how you guys welcome, doing welcome big truck first off being that you are our guest how are you doing how is your week going hey, ladies.
2: everything hey. is going absolutely fabulous this week and um so far so good um you know i'm here in new york uh, so we're you know, we're trying to reopen the economy, I guess you could say. It's going to be a little hectic and everything for everybody to try to go back to work, but um, right now I'm just enjoying myself until uh, probably about the middle of September and then I go back into the offices.
1: I didn't know you live in New York, um, I live,
2: yeah. You really? That's the first really? time
1: I'm I I like in, the, in the um, southeast,
2: no, okay. Well, I'll explain it like this. I, I was born and raised in Queens, New York. And I've been, lived here what, 39 years, if you don't count the time that I spent in Asia. And no, I've been in New York all that time. Now I do have two different properties. One of them's in Hempstead, Long Island, and the other one's inside New York City. So, you know, there's that.
1: Okay, I guess I, I guess I. The, the fact
2: that I miss, but um, okay. I, Victor, I'm glad do you, you have
0: YouTube playing in the background? I'm sorry, concrete. No,
2: I, I turned it off because uh, it was on my second computer. Right now, I'm using a smaller computer instead of my regular desktop. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Go ahead. But I,
2: I muted it okay thank great. you
1: appreciate that um but uh my week has been pretty good as well a productive week which is always a good thing i've been getting a lot of things done around the house and i am ready for the weekend what about you danny how's your week going
0: girl husband kids kids husband. <laughs> listen all of the things oh child i need a uh, vacation honey like uh, a vacation vacation you Um,
1: deserve a vacation because you you've been doing a lot and then yeah you didn't had a lot going on so you deserve a vacation hint hint bro carla
0: uh hey girl i still didn't go to what you call it um so i'm just here i still didn't go to ikea so i'm just here Uh (laughs)
1: Well maybe that's no. what he's
0: gonna take you on vacation to this week, a trip to IKEA. Girl, that's probably that probably would be the vacation. <laughs> he took me out and um let me ha- um get a couple of drinks so I wasn't okay. mad at little, little, uh, time, time
1: that. He I let me
0: get my one and a half in a shot and a drink, and I was <laughs> I guess I was as good as I was gonna get, child. Okay. Listen. Well listen, y'all should have stopped and got a him. bottle.
1: Girl. <laughs> vacation. He said vacation. Um, you living in your vacation, right? Right. Bye Look around
0: Um Ooh, <laughs> but, hey. more like Attica. Okay. You know, <laughs> I'm kidding.
3: I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: Listen, you're wrong. Um, well, I'm glad that you are having a good week and the Mr. took you out and allowed you to enjoy yourself. Um, we are we have a bomb show planned for tonight. We're going to be talking about why foreign women make better wives than black women. Danny, is there anything you want to cover before we get off into it?
0: Uh, First of all, let us thank Big Truck so much for joining us. Big Truck, welcome. Can you please give us an introduction? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, ladies. So um, some things you already know, I've probably mentioned them before. Um, I just recently turned 40. So I'm fabulous at 40. Yay. Um, recently just turned 40. Um, I currently work in real estate and finances here. I work uh, for myself, actually. Um, I don't know. Have you been to New York before? Uh, I've been to New York. Danny used to live in New York. Uh, Oh, okay. So have you been to the Wall Street district? Yes. Okay. So I work down there and, um, right now I'm running my own company. It's a small company. It's not very big. We have some employees, uh, I have a couple of partners, but um, we focus on real estate and personal finances, specifically like loans and whatnot, people who need hard money in order to buy into real estate and whatnot. Um, we've been doing pretty well. We've been doing a lot of refinances lately. Uh, we um, have, we what is it, rent out. Uh, one of my idea for my rentals is I basically rent to uh, college students, and it makes a lot of sense because... Uh, you buy a house that's not very expensive, that's near a college like Hofstra or St. John's, about $300,000. You rent out to a bunch of students to live into there. And I'm not talking a whole lot, but just enough to basically pay the mortgage and you be able to make some profit off of it. And the beautiful thing is the students actually love me because I'm charging them way less than they'd be paying in dorm fees. And they're getting a private house. They don't even have to worry about the rules of the dorm. And So what one do of you do other- for
1: the summer when they're gone? They're
2: what, no, 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 no. They uh, pretty much stay there because most of them do not return home unless they're going home for the holidays. But the way that they pay me, it doesn't even matter. They have the, they have it. If they do leave and I have a summer charge, they leave, they clean out the room, and then the next person comes in. The way I've handled it is I get my money through their FAFSAs and I use direct debit. Oh. So this way... The beautiful thing is I get my money before they get their money. So there's no worries about me going unpaid. I don't Dang, know if you're paying attention. That's smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's called- We've the, uh,
0: the paperwork
2: in line, honey. You hear it. Yeah. I'm over yeah. here taking notes. Oh, well, let me tell you. If you're renting out to any tenants, there's two things you want to do. Number one, you want to have a decent-sized security deposit. So just in case they either come up short or just in case they damage something that you can pull out of their security deposit. The second thing is direct- debit. If you have direct debit and they're a city worker, or if they have a FAFSA and they're a student, you get their money before they get their money. So if you wake up on Friday, the money's already there. So you never have to... One of the things I never wanted to do was chase down tenants looking for money. There's a guy in the news just recently who just killed some of his tenants. It it happened out in Las Vegas, so there's a story that you're going to hear more about this week. And uh, this guy killed, like shot three of his tenants, killed two of them. And the sad thing is Here you are, a landlord, and you're losing your mind because you're responsible for all this stuff. And then the problem is you've got people getting money, and they refuse to give it to you. And you got to chase these people down. This guy lost his mind, and now he's going to lose everything behind that. One of my main goals in life is to position myself in ways where I do not have to worry. All I have to do is stay on a simple plan, a simple game. And I don't have to worry about anything. And one of the last things I want to do is chase down a damn tenant. So,
4: real estate,
2: I've been in real estate for a long time. In fact, you might argue it's in my blood. I have a grandfather who, before he died a long time ago, he uh, ran senior citizen housing. And, um, you know, it it was just something, and he he bought a building and he was renting it out to senior citizens. So, it's kind of been in my blood, you could say. Um, It's one of the best hedges you have against inflation. Uh, I'm sorry. You were going to say something, Seer? No,
1: no, no. I said um, okay. I, I also wanted you to just hit on to uh, your your YouTube channel and what you do over there.
2: Okay. On my YouTube channel, uh, um, and by the way, this this is kind of game for anybody who's trying to be an aspiring YouTuber. Um, you have to diversify your portfolio. I um, have done just about everything. I've made videos flying airplanes. I've made videos buying cars, driving like cars when they first come out. Uh, I've done re- video reviews of cars. I've taken other people shopping for cars, put that in there. I've done electronic reviews, uh, cell phone reviews. Uh, on one of the videos I did with Ramil, I was actually showing them how much money I was making just from doing the cell phone videos. And it was it was amazing, like the amount of money that I've made. Doing how much stuff.
0: money did you make off of that? Because we've seen that you've had um, videos
2: that sit the millions. Oh, oh um, well, first of all, I have, I believe I'm close to 44 million subscribers, but if I were to show you, yeah, I have about 44, no, I'm sorry, 44 million subscribers. I have about 44 million views, but I've already, I've, I, I turned off my view counter around, no, not my view counter, I turned off my subscriber counter somewhere around 74,000. Um, so, because I noticed that in the, the manosphere, everybody turns off their subcounters. So I just did the same thing just to follow suit. Some people do the background research on you and then they find out that you have a big channel. Um, but, um, I, I, I just kind of did it cause I saw everybody else do it. But, um, I think it's far... smart that
1: you're diversifying though, because you or, do to. you consider yourself manosphere? Like, do you consider I, yourself? Well, here's
2: the thing. I, I, I share a lot of, uh, viewpoints Um, That the Manosphere has Um, This whole thing about all these Different pills and everything I like I don't Follow most of that stuff But it's like because a lot of the Stuff that they're talking about I don't really Subscribe to I don't believe And we're going to get into that like for instance I'm a marriage minded guy Maybe it's because I was indoctrinated that way In the 80s but I believe in marriage I also believe in marriage for state Protection wealth protection okay and don't I give them too be-
1: much because we we got uh, we got oh, we get into right. it
2: we're gonna get into it let me uh show you this one screen really quickly uh let me see um hold on I, we got a super chat really quick that we we got a uh, shout out
1: um john doe thank you for the support brother he says hello ladies and big truck i just turned 32 yesterday happy belated birthday i hope have birthday, it. john doe al Yes, a youngin. Um, Definitely hope you enjoyed it. Now, we do have some uh, questions for you that we want to get into because we both have quite a few questions, but what what were you saying that you wanted to show on the screen?
2: Well, I I was just going to, because on Ramil's channel, we were talking about it. I was sharing, um, I was basically showing receipts, but I was sharing uh, some of the videos that I had made, how much money I pulled out of individual videos. Like, here I am uh, when I say diversifying, I do travel blogs. I'm trying to get more and more into doing those business class and first class flights so that I can make videos of those because a lot of people do a lot of views on those and I travel internationally regularly. I only fly business class because I don't fit in the economy because I'm like six foot six. I'm a big guy. Um, oh. So the thing about it is I was trying to get into travel blogging and um, I was trying to do that more often. Um, the screen that I was going to sh- Share, um okay, so, oh, okay. Yeah, the screen I was going to share, this is just one. I made like a three-minute video, basically just explaining to people how to turn their iPhone on and off, and that one video, you can see it's got 1.7 million views. It's still counting, and it's made by itself, just one video, $5,598, and that's, that's just good. one video. I do wow. this all the time. You know and, what? Um, um...
1: Uh, Thank you. for Like, really and truly, I'm enlightened. Uh, I think that I didn't know all of this about you. And one thing that I think will be a definite takeaway for for me, because we haven't even gotten into the topic, but is that you are a businessman at heart in everything you do. And I think that that's very smart to just uh, a good word of advice for people to take heed to as, as it relates to people diversifying their content and, you know, doing some things other than, um, the same old topics over and over again, but we're going to go ahead and get off into the questions and Danny, I'm gonna let you go first and I'll follow up behind you.
4: Sure.
0: Okay. Well, big truck. Um, of course, today's topic is why foreign women make better wives than black women. And so, um, you you know you've kind of broken down that you you make over six figures. Um, you have an eight hundred credit score. Eight fifty. Eight fifty. And I don't mind being correct, being incorrect, and say eight fifty, an eight fifty credit score. Um, you're over six five. Um, and you come across as a very masculine man.
2: Yeah. What
0: would you say was the, did you ever have problems with getting the type of black woman that you wanted?
2: Okay. I'll say this. Um, you probably heard me tell some of my stories before, cause you've been in and out of some of these, 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 these groups. I've dated black women before. I had never considered myself a colorist who's going to put down black women just cause she's, you know, dark. Skin because I'm a dark skinned man, and um, I, I my one my first girlfriend she was Jamaican dark skinned pretty girl. I met her at church, and I liked her, but uh, she decided you know she had a different path in life, and we kind of stopped really talking uh, because of school. She went she moved out of state. In fact, I think right now she she moves like she moved out like south the southwest. So I haven't seen her in like a long time. Um, one of my recent, one of my recent, recent girlfriends who's an ex-girlfriend, I'm, I just turned 40 years old. She is now 41. She's single, unmarried, childless, and lives in her father's attic because she still lives with both her parents. Her siblings are 40 years old. They live with her. I thought everything was going well with us, but ultimately I helped her get a job. And this was before the pandemic. And I, you know, I hoped to get a job. I was monitoring her. I was like, okay, is everything going good? I hope everything's going good, this, that, and other. So everything was going good. But the problem was I started to realize that she didn't want to work. Now, you probably hear these stories all the time. Like women are like, oh, yeah, well, if I have a man who makes a lot of money, I don't have to work. I'm just going to stay home and this, that, and other. My problem with that was ultimately it was like she wasn't trying to do anything. Like she just wanted to watch television and shit. Like all this celebrity gossip. I know nothing about any of it because I don't have time for that. Like, I'm, if I'm not breaking down somebody's deal, I'm doing something to support my channel, right? Mm-hmm. Now, my problem was she quit this job. I, I nearly smashed my phone talking to her about it, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, you don't want to do this. And this was before the pandemic. Had she stayed on that job, she would have easily been making over $100,000 because she was making like 80000 by wow. the time she quit. And she quit the job because she she said like oh I don't want to work no more. And I was like wait a minute wait wait wait. So that means that it's only me pulling the cart, and I got a problem with that.
1: Well, now, I have a balance. question for you regarding that though, because sure, you seem to be a traditionalist in the yeah. sense that even especially the type of woman that that I've heard you speak of that you desire. So being a traditionalist, there shouldn't be a problem with you uh, making the money if she's going to do the uh, take care of the home,
2: right? Right. Well, well, no, no, but and that 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 was another thing. Um, she wasn't making enough time for me um, at home. She wasn't making enough time for me. She was starting to get lazy, basically. And the thing but about it is, what would she
0: be doing at home? Like watching celebrity gossip?
2: That's all she. I swear to God, that's all she would do. She'd be every every time I come in, she's sitting on that goddamn couch. She's watching. Uh, uh, MTV, this or whatever, BET, that. And my thing was, I was like, listen, I have you know plans for us, financial plans, and this, that, and other, and I want to propel us forward. Like, you and now, here's the thing let me also give you background. She has student loan debt, she had student loan debt. I that's one of the reasons why I was trying to um help her and support her, and ultimately, like, I wanted to marry her but the thing about it is more and more she it was like she was like self destructive and she was like she she just didn't want to she just did it was like she was trying to give me reasons like why i should like just break up with her and the sad thing is i was good with her family her family really liked me and her father liked me her mother liked me the i had i was good with the siblings and everything and it was like she was just self destructive i swear to god it was like every single decision that she could possibly make that was a bad decision, she was determined to make it. Ultimately, it's like, yo, people got to choose for themselves. They get to do what they want to do, right? So I was like, oh, okay, you know, well, you know, this is not working out. So basically, uh, that's that. And and that's that. Mm -hmm. And this was a black woman. And she, you know, just a regular black girl. And it was like she basically derailed it. So I was like, oh, okay, no problem. So, so I, you don't
0: have an issue with like preferences or anything and nobody's going to be like, "Oh, well you have a preference for Asian women. You never gave black women a good chance."
2: Um dated a what, couple of them. I feel I've given them a chance.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I I do want to ask you uh as it relates to um your dating style i know that you say that you feel as though you've given them a chance and i won't make the argument as to whether you have or you have not because you know i don't know enough about you to do that okay. but i want to know like um is your preference specifically foreign and or asian women or can you tell us about your preference and what led you to prefer you know those women over any other woman group, group of women okay
2: let me let me say this um i studied in china for two years i stayed in japan i stayed in the philippines i've been to south korea too i was studying business and i was studying mandarin chinese right so i do speak read write and type mandarin chinese and i do understand a lot of the cultural things i dated chinese women i i was taken aback when i first started dating because i couldn't understand the i won't say femininity but what a lot of like a lot of men will point out that foreign women go out to impress the men that they're dating. Like, for instance, one, one of the first things that attracted me to this person that I was dating was that uh, we were walking through the mall, uh, one of the malls there in Shanghai, and I pointed out some shoes that I liked. I was like, yeah, those are some good-looking shoes. Like, And she saw me looking at them. And sure enough, like, the next time I went out with her, she had gotten a pair of shoes that looked just like that. And well, I was wait, like, I
0: Was they some Stacey Adams?
2: No, no, no. First awesome. of all, back then, Stacy, you know, back then, I don't <laughs> I'm think Stacy right. Adams was a fake, but she was a pretty girl. She was a really pretty girl, and she was very feminine. And she was always doing things to accommodate me. Like, you know, you you may not think much of it because you know she was she wasn't rich or anything. She didn't have a lot of money, but she would you know she'd offer me uh, whatever she had. Like, if she had like like one time she get she I asked she asked me that I want something to drink. She goes and gets me a cup of boiling water. No tea, nothing in it. She just gives me a cup of boiling water. And most people be like, that's some bullshit. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But the thing about it is she was just always trying to accommodate. And... I did. I reciprocated. Like, I take on dates. By giving out. you a
1: cup
0: of boiling water, man, you can take
2: that you back when you get it. No, but this is going to bring
1: you a, a bud light light something.
4: Uh, yeah. Look,
0: the hot, hot water is supposed to help get, like, if you got a cold or right. it's supposed to overall make you feel better. Yeah, right. but you know. if you say I'm
2: thirsty versus me being sick, I think that's <laughs> like. Well, well, that was just one thing. She'd she try to massage me. Me personally, I don't even like people touching me like that, but she would try to beside me. Oh, yeah, how's your back? This, that, other. She would clip my toenails. Like, I never had no girlfriend who's trying to clip my toenails. I'm like, first of all, I don't even want my nails clipped because you clip my toenails, you clip my fingernails. I can't tear packages. I like to be able to tear packages. She would literally get down on the ground, and here she is, like, clipping my toenails and everything. And... Many men, I believe, who date foreign women have similar stories of women being in that level subservia, right? And at first the guys are probably taken aback by it. And that kind of makes them more attracted to women and they want to do more for them. Like they want to give them, you know, a better life and they want to give them, you know, better experiences. So my thing was I would take her to nice places that she'd never been to before. Uh, restaurants that she normally never would have been able to go to because she couldn't afford it, I would take her there. Um, One thing you have to understand is the um, exchange rate is so high compared from America to some of these countries that when we go there, we're basically priced out of the market. Like if you imagine walking into a store and you can afford anything that is in the store, like if you go into a dollar store, right? Now imagine going into one of your regular stores or regular restaurant or regular anything, and now you can afford everything there. Well, that's pretty much how it was. So I, would, I took on the time of my life and it really didn't cost me much, you know, comparatively. Mm. But it wasn't about the money. It was just that I liked the romance. I liked having a good time.
1: So that's why, they be, that's why Asian women became your preference because of the way that they treat their mate, like the way that they
2: um, cater to their partner? Mostly the way they cater to their partner. Another thing is a lot of them are very family oriented. They refuse to do anything to damage the family. Um, divorce rates tend to be much lower um, among those uh, most of those cultures. The cultures that get married, like I will say this, there are some of those countries, Southeast Asia, where mm-hmm. they have uh, high, high, let's say, high teenage pregnancy. They have low, right. no, they have yeah. low marriage, and then they have no, they have no divorce in some of those countries because divorce is not legal or tolerated, and it's Mm -hmm. not official. Right now, there's a movement to try to put divorce in some of those countries. But for the most part, when you date certain cultures of women, Muslim, um, certain levels of Asian, divorce is such a taboo thing that the entire family works against it. So if the woman goes home and she's like, oh, yeah, I want to divorce him, they try to come up with ways to make sure that doesn't have to happen. But here in America, with this no-fault divorce system, you're much, much more likely to get uh, divorced. You're much likely, and now as you can see, a lot of these guys are running around on YouTube talking against marriage in general. But Uh my belief and my experience is that marriage is one of the best ways that you build wealth as a family and that you assure intergenerational wealth. Mm -hmm. And I've got numerous examples of non-married people who are just cohabiting and it just goes completely south when either one of the people get sick and they don't have mm-hmm. access to the other person's health care mm-hmm. or you have children who end up fighting over assets or sure. you have children who don't have access to the estate because they can't claim your birth name because a lot of these new women what they're doing these women's fear this nonsense i'm hearing now they're talking about oh don't take his last name guess what if you don't take well if you don't mm-hmm. take his last name or your kids don't take his last name it and, and let's say he's not signed on the birth certificate when it comes to h- getting his estate you can find yourself locked out of everything and i first of all i i use protection i will not carry before i marry so there's no children well well let's let's get a little
0: bit off into it because there's some things that you had kind of talked about that I wanted to cover. Go ahead. So, um, first being with like the family aspect of it, um, currently you're engaged now, correct? Yeah. And where's your, um, fiance for, and congratulations by the way.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, right now she's with her family. Um, she's right now um, she stayed here with me for a while but i don't i don't know if you know how the system works i could explain it you have to get a visa in order right. to come here under trump it was really difficult to get any visas now with biden mm. there they have kind of unlocked it and they've made it a lot easier for her to come here or for... my problem is if i want to go overseas most of the borders right now closed because of covid so i mm. haven't even so really tried So you traveled. can go see your fiance? No 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 uh i had her come to me The downside is that um, I don't know if you watch the show 90 Day Fiance. If she she uses that visa instead of a regular tourist visa, once she comes here, you have to get married within 90 days. Otherwise, she Mm -hmm. goes back. and You have to start the application process all over. So So, right right now she's here.
0: Okay, are you guys on that visa and will you be getting married very soon?
2: I plan. Now, here's the issue. I have a family. That doesn't really travel internationally. So whatever I do, I'm gonna do it probably in her country under her laws, since her country does not have divorce. And then what I'm gonna do is come back here and I'll do a little ceremony here. Okay, so you'll have to marry her sanction.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you'll have to also at least like marry her stateside or have like marriage paperwork completed in order for
2: Well, well, let me explain that. If you get married in another country under another country's laws, first of all, because I'm a U.S. citizen, my marriage is recognized in this country. So the issue that you have to go through then is you do a spousal adjustment visa, and that allows her to come here and allows her to live here as your wife. And then what you have to do, if she wants to be a citizen, she has to go and apply through the citizenship process. I've watched it done And I had a friend who did it and I actually took them to get their citizenship. Uh, The building is not far away. Yeah.
0: So would you be under American law? um, I'll be under their law. Under their law. Okay. Um, And so you, you did mention about the American part. Uh, Can you explain that, that aspect of it? Okay. You're getting married, but you guys will end up living here.
2: Um, but you'll be married under their law and you'll have to do,
0: did you say a spousal adjustment?
2: Right. And let me explain that. Um, I have actually been going back and forth wondering whether or not I want to live here in America. The issue ultimately is the cost of living is high in America. Now I can afford it. It's just that there's two issues that I have, childcare and cost of living. Most of you probably know if you have a baby here, I, and I have insurance, But having a child here, raising a child here is very, very expensive. If I do it in that country, that kid will get a better education than you can afford here. Because otherwise, I'd have to spend top dollar on private school here. If I go to that country, I can live like a king, have my child raised decently with a good, intelligent education. Not this nonsense here.
1: Is it comparable to the education system in America? Well, here's here's my
2: question. Have you seen Asians' math skills? Have you seen oh, their well, are we skills? talking about the Philippines. Yeah, believe it or not, the Department mm. of Education in the Philippines, they focus specifically on basics. Here in America, these kids' math skills are screwed up. Their reading skills are screwed up. They don't even up here, they don't even teach you how to write cursive writing. They don't these kids don't know penmanship. These kids don't know Roman numerals because they've taken all of the important things out of the curriculum. When you go to some of these other countries, they focus on uh, basics. They have, uh, some of them have the Montessori style where they teach you uh, mostly fundamentals.
4: Mm-hmm. And then
2: on top of that, they focus on vocation. Why do you think it is that most of these people coming from Mexico, these people are the people doing your roots? They're doing all of your groundwork. These people have been trained. But here in America, what are your kids learning? They're learning math the wrong way, they're not learning the skills they need. And my thing is, rather than me have to fight through the American school system, I would almost rather raise my kids in, especially if I raise my kids in South Korea, China, or the Philippines, I could easily produce the next Naomi Osaka, or the next um You could do whatever, that by raising your spirit.
1: child here too. Naomi Osaka was raised in the States.
2: But no, no, mm-hmm. Naomi Osaka grew up in Japan. I thought she grew up in the U.S. No, 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 no. Her father is a Haitian. Her Mm -hmm. mother's Japanese. She mostly grew up in Japan. That's why she had all those stories to tell about being bullied in school.
1: Okay, let me ask you Make something it, really quick. Oh, quickly. go ahead,
2: Concrete, I'm sorry. I, it's
1: a quick one. So uh, I, I hear, you know, what you're saying as it relates to your being giving consideration to, you know, living outside of the U.S. in an Asian country. Um, yeah. Well, i specifically talking about maybe like third world Asian countries. Um, do you have any concern, especially like seeing which this, although this wasn't an Asian country, but seeing the inc- uh, the incident that happened with Timothy Ravel, where He went to Brazil and was trying to, you know, start his purchase property there and his, um, you know, all all the stuff that went down with him being killed in Colombia and there being some sort of transaction where his money was exchanged several hundred thousand dollars and um, him being killed there, like seeing stories like that and or. Um, not being 100% familiar with the law of the land in these other countries, does that not cause you to pause as it relates to whether or not you would want to um, you know, live outside of the U.S. and, and, and set up um, you know, a home base outside of the, the U.S.? Uh, okay,
2: well, first of all, let me start with that term third world country. That's talk that we used to use during the Cold War era to describe countries that the Soviet Union was pumping up as proxy states against the United States. Um, that I don't was know still a very popular term that's used. Well, yeah, it's a popular term because America is a racist, and they say stuff like Fact. that because they're trying to uphold America over all these other countries. But I'd have to ask you, have you lived in or visited Asian countries? Let me explain Asian something. Asian you. Let, me explain Leon, something. Let me explain something to you just like this and I'll say it just as clear as this. China, Japan, South Korea, Philippines, Thailand, of all the countries I can think of including Seychelles, Africa, one of the things that I was never concerned with was getting killed randomly or getting robbed or getting otherwise assaulted. Now, there's two reasons for that. Number one, these countries, regardless what you hear on the news, these countries have governments that do not tolerate crime. When they have drug dealers, they execute drug dealers. Uh, Murderers, they execute murderers. Rapists, they execute rapists. Only in America do you get this insanity that you see going on right here in New York City right now, where you have people walking up on people, killing them, and getting away with it or being locked up and then released back into the street. In these other countries, you get a very short trial and you get executed following that trial because normally if they capture you, normally you did it, especially when they catch you red handed So those countries don't play that game. I was never worried about being out 2 o'clock in the morning uh, and and going to an ATM. In, In fact, in China, I did it all the time. Not only that, I was never worried about anybody robbing me because for somebody to rob me really? would have meant that they would have put a death sentence on their head because when China's government busts in and takes you out of there, you ain't coming home ever. And I like that. Yeah. I like authoritarianism. I like That makes rule. sense. I didn't consider that.
1: Yeah, their punishments are a lot harsher than those within the U.S. And when I say third world, I guess I'm meaning undeveloped or more recently developed
2: countries. The even. proper but term is developing. The proper term yeah, is developing, developing countries. Or, developing yeah. countries. Now I what will say is. this. Philippines has some issues because they they the, the country is poor. However, they do just like China, they have a large rising middle class that's working their way out of poverty. So understand it like this. Here, I'm paying what? With, um it cost me maybe three or four thousand, or let's say three or four thousand dollars a month to, to have all the stuff I have and to live here. If I was there, I'd probably be spending less than $2,000 a month. I'd have a nice big condo instead of houses, and instead of having to pay property taxes, instead of having to pay all these car fees, and this, that, and other. If I was living there, I could literally be living on $50 a day, which it sounds like a lot, but when you do the math, it comes out to less than $2,000 a month, and I'd be living like a king. I I
1: believe it because I did quite a bit of research on the Philippines and I was shocked at some of what what I saw. It's a very poor country. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, but you know, I won't delve off into
2: that. One thing I got to help you understand is most of these countries are agrarian. That means that the people are making their money off of farming. So that means that they're living very, very cheap and they're living poor, but that doesn't mean that's all of them. When you go to the cities, yeah, it's glass and steel, just like it is. Uh, in any yeah, city I city saw is,
1: the right? I saw modern buildings and stuff like that too. But I saw people living in homes with tin roofs and didn't have like running right. water and no, like and these were really like
2: up. yeah. Uh, I'm I sorry, can't those are the, the name cities. of the city. But I, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Those no, are the, the city of
1: Angels in Philippines. That's like, called
2: Angeles City.
1: Yeah, that. Uh, Like outside of the city of uh, angels, however you say it, um, there were people that were very, very poor as well.
2: Well, I'll say this. When I visited China for the first time, uh, when I was a student, um, I saw poverty on the countryside. Like I saw houses with no windows. I, I, I saw poor people. But I have to say, within the last 10 years, most of these countries have lifted a large Like China has lifted more than 800 million people out of poverty. They still have a large poverty population, but they're increasing every single day. Meanwhile, Americans are going into poverty. You know, meanwhile, you're hearing more and more about the homelessness. You're hearing more and more about 10 cities. You're hearing more about about rent evictions. You're hearing more and more about violence in the streets, people shooting each other. So my thing is... I'll give them their due. They're improving their situation, and their middle class is growing. Our middle class is shrinking. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm but sorry, even our poor people here are, are doing better than some of their middle class in the Philippines. But I wanted to give Danny a chance to ask a question because mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. she yes, hasn't. Sure.
4: Absolutely.
1: Um,
0: shout out to Black Wizard. He says, Hey, I like this conversation, it doesn't seem as troll as some of the other ones. Listen <laughs> <at> you. <laughs> I don't know why y'all be blaming me. <laughs> damn, I always look like the guilty party, but it don't even be I me. Like, I couldn't even let you get it out before I start laughing. I'm just saying, like, everybody be looking at me like, I knew it was her ass, and it don't even be me. I be, oh man. Thank you, Black Wizard, but it do be concrete ass. Big um, <laughs> Truck, what I wanted to know, okay, have you ever experienced any racism um, living in those countries and um, to include like your fiance's family, like what's that like?
2: Let me answer that question as simply as possible. Absolutely not. I experienced no racism in China. In fact, I was able to go into those people's houses who were strangers simply because I could speak the language and they'd let me in and I could sit down and eat dinner with the family. As far as the Philippines, I experienced no racism in the Philippines. I experienced no racism at all in Thailand. I experienced no racism in South Korea. I will say this, South Korea and Japan, I felt very isolated because I didn't really speak their language or understand their language. The people don't bother with you unless you directly approach them. So I kind of felt ignored, but I never experienced any racism. I never had to worry about a Japanese, a Korean or a Chinese cop deciding that, that I was holding a gun or something and shooting me because most of the cops, they don't even carry guns. So I, I felt safer. I felt not, a, and, and you'll, you'll hear this more and more from black men that live abroad. A lot of them tend to tell you they feel safer around, not only the police, especially if they know they're not doing anything, but in most cases, the people are much, much friendlier. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, okay. So no racism,
2: everything's been going good. Gotcha. And, let, um, and let, me address, let me just address one thing. When I was living in China, for example, a lot of African foreign students were there. Some of them stayed to themselves. Some of them had Chinese girlfriends or China, even Chinese boyfriends. And for the most part, I you know I talked to them a lot. For the most part, they didn't really have any problems there up until the COVID situation because during COVID, the Chinese shut down a lot of their shops. They didn't want foreigners around at all. Yeah, they was I being think,
1: extremely racist, having signs yeah. up saying that uh, Africans weren't welcome, and then they were yeah. making them um, quarantine and were allowing other people to come out and just doing all kinds of. Um, yeah, racist I, and, and, I,
2: and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: I personally never experienced that. The first time I'd even seen anything like that was around uh, COVID. I will say that countries like Russia. Um, Africans have been there too, and they've experienced racism because they actually have skinhead groups that oh, yeah. were attacking them. Mm. However, I can honestly say that I personally never experienced racism in any of the countries I named. I can say that myself. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, well, you said you don't have any issues with, or you're considering moving back to her country, right? Yeah. Um, Would you be afraid to bring her back over here due to how feminist
2: um, our country is? Okay. Um, If you indoctrinate somebody young enough, they typically stay that way. Now, they have an entire culture that's built around the family. Um, I personally do not believe that she would go from being based on what I've seen of her now great anything can change people but i don't believe that just moving here is going to make her go from being you know caring meek and subservient and she's not stupid she's a smart person cuz she, she even has a college degree but i don't re- i refuse to believe that just moving here is going to turn in her like do a flip of a switch and she's going to turn into hot girl summer i don't believe that furthermore if she did move here I'm going to make sure she stays around her people. I ain't letting her around these thoughts and ratchets and none of that. But I I would have but to say You that. know
4: what, Big
0: Truck? And it's interesting that you said that um, from the research that I've done um, with the guys that have brought uh, chicks back over here, um, they will say that these women will get over here. Um, they'll get within their communities, learn the laws, um, learn the divorce laws, um, figure out everything. And then go out and look for the bigger, better deal once they get over here and get settled.
2: And um, some people have said what I should do is keep her over there, move over there and not bring her
0: Right. I, you know, um, from yeah. the stories that I've heard. Um, and yeah, we've heard men in this realize.
1: space. Absolutely. Men in this space have also given their account about women that they've married from um, other countries and brought over here. And they started to adopt Western ideologies.
2: After a certain age, for the most part, that's not going to... I mean, I, I really don't believe that that would happen based on what I've seen. And I, I just don't believe that that would happen. See, and also it's the company you keep. If you are in a, a, a neighborhood where you're surrounded by a certain culture, yeah, you're probably going to end up affected by it. But I, me personally, I don't believe that that would happen. Of course, my hedge against that is if I stay over in that country... I may end up becoming more like them than, you know, bringing her and she become more like, you know, us. But she's Mm -hmm. too, she, I I just don't, I honestly don't believe that would happen. And granted, she's younger than me. I'm, I just turned 40. I just turned 40 and she's 24. She's 24 going on 25. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was a huge upgrade from my ex-girlfriend who's 41. She was a a year older than me.
0: So you don't think Okay. Um, And I'm going to let you make it with that because she is 24. And okay. My other question is being that she's 24 and you are 41 years old. No, I'm 40. 40. Excuse me. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah.
0: Were you, would you be, or or how concerning would it be for uh, her to like if she was with you and you were doing things for her and you're taking care of her, is it important for her to be in love with you and to worship you and all that stuff? It's an interesting question, but
2: I, I have wait, a wait, wait. say that one again.
0: Like, is it important for her to be in love with you as opposed to being like a utility? Like if she got with you, you, you are able to provide a certain type of lifestyle. Um, she's able to serve you. Um, do things that's going to make you happy, yada, yada, yada. But is it important for her to, like, really be
2: in love with you? Well, I I believe that she loves me and I believe that she's in love with me. But again, we've already seen plenty of examples of women who are in love one minute and then decide that they're in love the next minute. And next thing you know, they're walking away. Here's True. the issue. With her culture, that's not going to happen because she can't. That's number one. And number two, it's within her best interest to make sure the relationship actually works. Because she's not, I'm not bringing her here just for her to lay up and do nothing. That would be a recipe for this. If if she comes here, she's gonna have a nice, simple job, nothing too difficult, something that I know she can do, because I can get her a job, that's not a problem. But I want her to have some level of uh, autonomy I want her to be able to get a car because you know she the, the hard part's already done. She gets to live in my house and my house is paid <laughs> off. So the hard part, she doesn't have to work that hard. I just want her working because the last thing I want her is getting bored and 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 losing. You know, I don't want her getting lazy and getting bored and stuff. And as for this thing about worship, I don't want her worshiping me. I'm not to be worshiped. All I need her Good. to do is fulfill my needs. And that's the main thing that women need to understand. If they're going to get with a man and they're going to keep a man, what they're basically doing is signing on to his program, whatever that may be. Some men have different needs than others. So as long as that woman provides for those needs and signs on to that program, there should be no real issue. The problem comes when the woman says, oh yeah, well I don't like his routine no more. I'm going to go, you know, get with somebody else. But it's like, my thing is you won't have that option. (laughs) You know, you like, See, the problem, I'll say it like this. The problem is, especially with this no-fault divorce nonsense here, which is why I totally want to avoid America's marital system, um, it basically gives people the opportunity to just cut and run and, and leave the other person holding the bag. It's like, that's I'm not dealing with that. So a I'm really quick being, question, oh. Big Truck. Re- just a really Go quick ahead.
0: question. Um, will you be able to own property outright if you move to China, or would it have to be um, to where she has to be like the sole owner and you can get a piece of, because I've seen laws like that in China. No, uh, no, where, that's a good question.
2: Where you have to be um, an actual citizen. That's a good question. Not yes. even a it, citizen. Unlike, see, unlike America... If you, if you come here from one of those countries, you can purchase property, no problem. If I go to their country, I'm a lot like, for instance, let's say I want to get a condo. I'm allowed to build a property. I'm allowed to own the property itself, but I'm not allowed to own the land. In order mm-hmm. for me, if I want to build a condo, if I want to build something in her country, I got to have her as the proxy to buy the land, and then I can build on it. The problem comes if she if she suddenly say yeah, well, me and my family are going to live in it, and we're kicking you out. I would have no legal recourse. Now, wow. here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Again, you have to plan ahead. My hedge against that is, listen, first of all, I'm not buying nothing in no other country. That's number one. If I go to another country, I am renting. And when I go over there, I've got plenty of pictures. I've had condos over there. I got plenty, I'll pull them up. I got plenty of pictures of condo that I normally go to in Kazon City. Cost me about $20 a day. Beautiful place. It's got like six pools. The thing about it is I rent because just in case things go sour, all I got to do is pack my shit and I'm out. And that's it. But I've never had that. I've never experienced uh, something going south. Now, granted, something could always mm-hmm. go south. Right. But, again, you're allowed to own the property itself, but you're not allowed to own the land. Only one of their citizens is allowed to own the land.
1: Okay. Um So let me ask you this, Big Trump, because you spoke early on about how you are pro marriage and pro state-sanctioned marriage, but I've you've reiterated you've iterated uh, your point on desiring to marry under the laws of her country versus the laws of the U.S. multiple times. So if you're Pro state-sanctioned marriage or pro, you know, government-sanctioned marriage? um, Are you just, you know, why is it that you wouldn't want to marry her under the laws of your own country if you have such a a, a pro stance on um, state-sanctioned marriage and ensuring that, um, you know, she is also protected? Why not? Why wouldn't you uh, marry her under the laws of your own land?
2: Oh, well, that's a very easy question. First of all, the laws of my land have been, uh, my, the laws of America have been twisted in a way where it's extraordinarily punishing of the father of the family. And it's extremely generous to the woman in many cases. Um, I would rather not have to worry about divorce at all. So my thing is, um, there are certain cultures where divorce is, again, it's taboo, it's not tolerated, uh, ex- with the exception of very extreme circumstances, like if a husband's beaten a wife or, or, um, or, or very, very le- high levels of proven abuse. That's not me. I'm only looking out to make sure that my uh, assets are protected and that whatever I have gets passed down to my children and I don't have to worry about you know somebody robbing me blind and 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 just leaving me for somebody else and I and granted if she doesn't want to be with me I don't care it's like go ahead you get somebody else I'll get another chick younger than you but that's not the issue now, I don't even want to think that way I'm just saying I don't want to have to worry about my assets and I've worked very hard to have the things that I have and I don't want to have to worry about. It. Well, Big Trump, well, did you have you to pay a down down, down. I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead. That's a fair question. I'll, the big Truck, did you hear her question?
2: Uh, no.
1: I wanted to piggyback on that, but she was asking that if you had to pay, pay a dowry.
2: Okay. Um, understand what dowry means. A dowry is the money that comes from the family towards the daughter. Normally, most families, especially in Asian countries, they aim to have male children because this way they can pass down the family name. Now, when they have a daughter, especially in countries where you're only allowed to have one child, what ends up happening is they have to um, take whatever of their assets are and they pass it through the daughter to the new husband. That's one of the reasons why arranged marriages is so big in those places. That's one of the reasons why they have to agree on this person being a husband, number one. So I would never have to pay a dowry. The only person I'd ever have to pay a dowry for is if I had a daughter. A dowry is mm. coming from the father to the daughter, to the husband. So let me just break that down real simply how that works. Most Asian cultures, when a newlywed gets married, usually if their parents have it, their parents give them their first house, mortgage-free. All they have to do is pay the taxes. So that means that that new family has a burden lifted off of them where now they don't have to pay for the house they live in. It's a family house. However, they are expected to take care of the parents in their old age. So when I talk about family values, usually what happens is the the husband works, the mother leaves whatever job she may or may not have. She takes care of the parents in old age. The parents, while the husband and the newlywed wife are working, the grandparents take care of the children. So this way you're keeping all of that money within the family instead of having to worry about daycare and worry about childcare and all that stuff and worry about putting your parents in an old folks home. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They have a system. i
1: understand what you're saying and i've um you know from my watching of um 90 day fiance and just kind of being watching other documentaries on people who marry outside their culture that that's a common thing that even people who live in the states like typically once they have uh and this is the same for people from middle eastern countries and just from um someone that I know from a personal experience, like the mother-in-law typically will come over for a year or two and you know, if not longer and will care for the child, you know, cooks dinner and tends to the home and everything else. Like they have a very close knit and structured family and that's a very common thing. So, um, I have heard of that, but I did have a question that was related to what you were just speaking about. Um, previously, um, what about just being married under the, um, laws of the land that you live in, but with a prenup, is that not an option for you?
2: As far as I'm concerned, marrying in America under these laws is like me playing Russian roulette with like three bullets in the gun. Uh, No, the answer is no. First of all, again, I'm going to say it again. If I marry her, divorce is off the table because it's, it's the Catholic religion Divorce is not official. So, I, oh, and as for this place, I was going to show you, imagine living in this place right here mm. for less than $40 a day. Yeah, That's it's what it's like to move to and retire in the Philippines. At the most, you might pay $50 a day for something like this. That goes for the Philippines, Vietnam, and Cambodia. Uh, rent is cheap there, condos are cheap there. Um, property is relatively cheap because the, the whole place is a damn. It's mostly a farm for the most part. So imagine living like this and having a nice pool and all of the stuff that you'd want to have. And imagine living like that $50 a day, less than $2,000 a month, less than that. So (laughs) off of my, because when I retire, I know I'm going to make a great pension. If I want to move, I can live like this and never have to think about anything else again. Never have to worry about nothing.
1: Well, let me ask you one more question. Um, I, I want to know, so not specifically, this is more of a general question. So right. when we talk about Black men you know, marrying women from, from some of these foreign developing countries, um, just to be PC, um, a lot of these countries, namely the Philippines, has a big sex tourism um, industry. So much so that they have all kinds of resources where they are promoting the sexual tourism, where the prime minister of the country says that 40% of the men who come to the Philippines to visit are there to engage in some sort of sex tourism, where there's supposedly a huge problem with um, children being born to single mothers who um, the fathers are from other countries. And it's not just the US. A lot of men from other Asian countries, from other you know countries in Euro- or Europe, um, I think that um, I just find it interesting, but I wanna know like, should there that be a concern of men who are going to and or considering going to these developing countries to find a wife?
2: All right, well, let me break that down. First of all, me personally, I've never um, traveled for sex tourism. Um, I will say that around the world, uh, some of the lowest ages of consent are found. Well, first of all, Argentina yeah. and Uruguay 12. Yeah, in the Philippines it's 12. In Japan it's 13. Argentina Uruguay it's 13. Those are pretty much the youngest ages around the world, right? Here's the problem, though. As a U.S. citizen, I am actually bound by American laws to stick to 18 as the youngest person I can date. Because when you go overseas, just because you go overseas, you're still bound by your own home country's laws. So, me personally, you would never—I would never um, be messing with anybody below 18 simply because I could be prosecuted here for it. Furthermore, that wouldn't make sense because let's say I, you know, was dating a chick who was 17 and I tried to marry her. Obviously, I couldn't do that because my the country would never allow it. So, I don't go anywhere for sex tourism. Now, the problem ultimately is that there are a lot of people who do travel and they do sex tourism, and because of the levels of poverty all over the world, Ghana, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. France, UK, it's 16. France, it's 15. Bahrain, 15. So my thing is, because of the the levels of poverty and women – Because as you know, Kevin Samuels is talking. He's like, yo, listen, winter's coming, and there's going to be a lot of women knocking on doors looking for, Mm -hmm. you know, calling out, men, hey, big, hey. And the bottom line is, um, I personally abstain from that. I would rather be on the safe side. She's 20, no problem. So I don't have to worry about it. But one thing you got to understand is a lot of these females in these other countries, and by the way, mediocre tutorials and reviews, just did a video about Filipina P who made videos about how she thinks of the age gap relationship or whatever. You know what? I want
0: to interview her so bad.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll drop her a message and I'll see if she's interested. But the thing about it is the time difference is huge. So you'd have to do it like very early in the morning. It's very difficult to get one of them because it's the flip side of time for her right now. It's like 7 a.m. So um, in fact, it's like 8 a.m. If I'm not mistaken. But what I will say is this, um, these women in these other countries, they prefer older men because they know that they're career minded. They know that they're marriage minded. They also play the long game because they know that these men have accumulated assets and wealth and they know that a man like me, or it doesn't even have to be a high value man. They know that they are a huge step up for their entire family. Right. Because it's not just if she if she's here, once she gets her citizenship and she starts working a job for thirty or $40,000 a year, which I know I can easily get her, she can kick back so much of that money to her family that she'd basically make them the equivalent of like millionaires. And mm-hmm. that wouldn't even be that much money. Let's say you're making what? $2,000 a month. All she's got to do is send them $500 a month and they live in large. Mm. $500 a month is paying all of their rent. Any of their bills paid. So what you'll notice is a lot of women who come to this country—Mexico, um, uh, Guatemala. When those women come to this country and they and they wife up to an older guy, they're kicking back a lot of money to their country. And to us, it looks like it's a little bit of money, but in those countries, they're making their families wealth. They're making their families wealthy. Many of them are building houses, building. Houses. I could build a house there for a hundred thousand dollars.
1: But my, I guess my question is, um, I think that you know, I understand them being able to send money back home. And the interesting thing is I went into one of those groups on Facebook and I saw comments where men were saying things like which I, I read something about it in an article, which is what made me go to the group. But um, saying things like you know, it's just trigger warning that, um, you know, you don't have to ask the women for IDs, no one will ever check that you can take as many women into these like hotel rooms as you want. And no matter how young they look, no one will check. And um, I think it's pretty despicable and disgusting, but I guess my question is just that, you know, um, is there something that men like that may listen to this um, stream need to be concerned about if they're going abroad to look for a wife? Like you know, because how do you know that this isn't a woman who engages in sex tourism? I'm, and I'm assuming maybe the way in which she presents herself. Well,
2: Absolutely. it also first question. of all it depends where you meet these women. If you're going to say, just like one of you brought up, angele' City. If you're going to and Angele City, by the way, they just recently gentrified Angele City. They've they've tried to force all of the women to have IDs. In fact, that this I don't know if you pay attention to the news in these places. But yeah, they recently gentrified Angeles City. They're forcing the women, all of them, to have IDs because they know that there's a lot of women there working prostitution and whatnot. Now, I want you to contrast that with what's happening here in New York City. New York City and parts of California are saying that they're refusing to prosecute prostitution because, again, they know that it's getting harder out here for these girls, and these girls are uh, soliciting themselves, and they're soliciting men. So ultimately, um, we're going backwards and these other countries are going forwards, which I, I find, you know. And the sad thing is, if you didn't pay attention to the news, you just think that it's all badness, that, and the other. But once again, let me, let me just say this. I prefer, well, you know, I, I went to school there, but I prefer dating women in college. I never had to worry about their ID because they were close to the same age as me. Now, I will say this. This girl that I know right now, when I met her, she was like, what, 23. And the thing about it is I know she's 23 because I've seen her IDs. You know, if if they're working, obviously they're of age to work. So my thing is, okay, you're 23. That sounds great. And I I will say this. Now that I'm, I just turned 40, I was 38 when I met her. So it didn't seem like such a big deal. But – Again, I'll bring up sometimes the age gaps of 14, 20, but the girls, they don't care. And guess what? The families love it because the families know that their daughter is not going to be productive doing anything else in those countries. Their sons are going to go work construction, but their daughters, for the most part, aren't going to be able to help support that family. So the parents are fine. As long as you have the parent blessing and the parents are okay with it, it's good. Like, I, I think I told you the story my uncle, 53 years old right now. He married a Dominican girl, 14 years younger than him. They got married in 2011. She's the same age I am. So she just hit 40. And you know what they got tri- three kids and they're happy. They got a huge house, beautiful house. Go ahead.
0: It's very interesting that you kind of bring those things up. Um, I've kind of seen you kind of demonize black women and say, okay, they've got these diseases. You can stay over here with your single mother. Mm. (laughs) Um, They aren't, they're this, they're, they're hoes. Um, They'll screw anything. Like I've heard you say some damning things about black women. Um, But if you talk about some of those other Asian countries, giving them a lot of grace, you give he does give them a lot of grace when i can explain that giving, I can explain let that me finish dirty. my point let me finish okay. my point. it All seems right. like um now we'll put a different name on it if the parents are involved and if the parent says okay you can go over here and you can get married to this man i know you're 14 but this man has a check and he can send back a lot of money and you don't really seem to have a lot to say about that aspect of it but now if a black woman was to give her child to a grown man, yeah, now, and I'm, I'm not condoning that, of course, but it, it, it's like y'all will demonize black women and give um, women in other countries the same. Y'all would actually give them props for the children or the girls getting married earlier so they won't become holes later on down in life. But y'all will turn um, things with black women into straight trauma. And I, I just oh, want to know point. why.
2: Good point. Oh, no, I can absolutely answer that question. You want to hear it? (laughs)
4: Go ahead. So first of
2: all, um, you can already tell based on what I've told you, first of all, I absolutely do believe in marriage. I think here in America, it's skewed. That's number one. So I believe in marriage. I believe in legitimate childbirth. I believe in having your marriage before you birth your children. I think if more black women did that, a lot of our problems would be erased. As far as age gap relationships, I truly believe that age gap relationships would ultimately benefit black women and black men and black families much better. The problem that I see, and this is the exact same problem that I see in that country, which is the reason why they prefer older men. The problem is the guys their age can't offer them much of anything. That's the problem. So let you look here in America, most of these guys, and, and, and I hate, and I've told you this before, I don't put the whole onus on black women alone. You got a lot of these black males sitting up in their house playing PlayStation 5. These motherfuckers are like 35 years old, 40 years old. They're not doing nothing. They're not moving forward. They're not uh, thinking about how they can make more money for the family. They're not thinking about any of that stuff. So a lot of these black girls are getting pregnant by guys their own age, and they're getting left. And usually that guy is going to find some other woman, and he may settle down with her or he may do the same thing with her. I have to blame both parties there because my thing is these women should know better. You shouldn't be having anybody's kid until you're married. So when I talk bad about what I see going down with black women, I'm thinking of it from this aspect. Here, these women are over here and they're doing whatever they can to do better for themselves. They're focused on marriage. They're focused on pleasing their husbands. But here you are here in America, I'm not talking about you, But you're interested in hot girl summer. You're interested in dominating the man, talking down when he does. My my problem is it's like the black girls or the black women here are not doing enough until it's late in their life to get and secure a husband. That's my problem. So when you hear me talking bad, that's what I'm talking about. This demonizing black men that you that you hear about from these these garbage channels of the woman's fear. It's like if you're gonna demonize men, all you're gonna do is make them that much more hated hatred. They're gonna get that much more hatred towards you. But and even truck, they the- do the
1: same thing over there that black women are doing. You touched on Absolutely. the fact that they have High single mother rate, uh, extremely and, high. And, I mean, these are but, but women who don't even know their fa- their the net, last name of their children's father. They have sex with somebody and dropping the babies off with their grandmothers or their mothers, and going back out and engaging in you know sexual mm-hmm. tourism. We're we're talking back. about
2: the women in the other countries. Yes, I said. But no, but here's the Philippines Here's the here's the thing. They, they do have, the most of their problem actually comes from the fact that they're Catholic. See, it, it's one thing to get That's pregnant. That's one big truck
0: out in here that last time. Catholic.
2: A lot You're of their Catholic. problems come from the Catholic church. The problem, see, the Catholic church disallows divorce. So what ends up happening is these guys get them pregnant and then don't marry them because if they get married, they'll never be able to get married again because they can't divorce them. So the guys are basically MGTOW in that respect. Now, most of these women are not, like, I'm not going over there looking for the single moms. I'm going over there and I found a younger non-mother who was like single. It's like I didn't go over there looking for single moms. But so we have heard
1: men in this space say that sing, a single mother from a, a, a developing a country is better than a single um, uh, l- African-American. L- listen,
2: mother. I first of, all, first of all, as far as I'm concerned, single moms are automatic zero to me. I don't even classify them on the scale of one to ten. I, I say automatic zero for me because I'm not interested at all. I don't want anybody else's children. That's the bottom line. And I have that right to say this, oh, I don't want nobody Absolutely. else's children. I don't Absolutely. want anybody else's responsibility. I don't want... To have to deal with a baby daddy coming over and me me mugging him and this, that, and other. I don't want any of that. So the problem is, where do you go to find a woman who can be your wife without bringing all of that drama? And I'll say it again. These black girls need to understand, if you have a man's kid and you're not married, that severely decreases your marryability later in life to some other guy because He's not looking at you. He's looking at that other man's kid. It's like financing another man's orgasm. I'm not doing it. So if I have to travel outside and I have to pick a woman from the DR or PR or Philippines or China or whatever, understand that I'm doing it because I realize that I'm not going to get what I want at home. I'd be under laws that I don't trust at home. And I don't need anybody having leverage over me and being able to tell me, yeah, you got to get out of your own house or I'm taking half your shit. I'm not doing it. So so the whole thing about going to another country where prostitution is high. Well, guess what? If the women are so desperate that they recognize how much they understand that they need a man instead of the women here who are being waiting next to the mailbox for a check to come on the first of the month. I would rather take my chances getting a woman who needs me and respects me as a man than getting a woman who just sees me as nothing more than a utility. But you know what oh, I find very, very interesting? That was no, exactly my it, point, no, Concrete. They see you as, as a utility. Address her point. Women in general know that they need a man as a utility. However, the question is, are you going to do the things you need to respect this man and keep him happy and to placate to him as that utility? Or are you just going to give him the bare minimum and and just get by and still suck up all the benefits that he's bringing? I would rather go someplace, have a young wife, have children that are all mine, nobody else's. And I'd rather just do it like that.
0: I don't see anything wrong with you doing it like that at all. So that's never my argument. And I would never uh, tell a person without kids to go and seek out a person with, you know, I, I would never tell you to do that. Um, it just seems to me that y'all have different standards um, or y'all y'all have, uh, and it's almost hypocrisy to me. Um, they well, have, no, let, me, let me finish I, my point. People, let me finish when my you point. Say y'all, when
2: you say y'all, those other dudes with this pump and dump shit and anti marriage, they don't speak for me. Okay. Well, okay. you,
0: um, it seems to be a bit of hypocrisy for me because you'll say, okay, foreign women are, um, yeah, they may be prostitutes, but they're doing it to feed their family. Um, they're doing it because they're trying to survive. Um, but here, um you and not to say that you would have dealt with many prostitutes. I haven't dealt with any, any. Okay. Well, well, you've, you've never you haven't dealt with any prostitutes, but I don't see you making the same excuses as to why a woman would whore herself out over here um in the States. Um then with the single mother thing, I'm glad you don't make excuses for single mothers, but um it seems like a lot of guys that support SYSBM will make excuses for women being single moms in other countries versus being single moms over here. And I just find that to be very hypocritical Um, because and it almost seems like y'all don't think that women in other countries have a female nature like everybody else. Like y'all will say, OK, American women um, are feminist and they do this, that and the third. But then I went online and I looked at some of those stories, especially in Thailand um, to where the girls uh, work at these bars and they hoeing themselves out mm-hmm. and they got five and six guys sending them money they're sending <laughs> monies back to their families but they straight up hoeing and nobody seems to bat an eye at that but if a woman over here does the same thing and she
1: can't work and she considered a hoe like hello exactly.
2: well no but but understand something First of all, I don't get women in bars. I, I I avoid but I would never date a chick in a bar, especially in one of these countries, because I already know that they've probably been with a lot of dudes. I don't want that, so I I don't do sex tourism. I f- consider it like this. I'm a germaphobe. I buy brand new cars. I don't like used cars because I don't want the smell of the niggas in my car. And my thing is, I treat women the same way. It's like if I'm having a woman and I'm gonna be her husband and she's gonna be my wife, I don't even want the smell of another nigga on her. So my thing is, I stay away from bars. Most of these dudes that go to these countries, they go to the bars because they know it's easy to pick up bar girls because they they know the bar girls are just interested in money for sex or they're interested in in stuff. I don't do that. I I there there are plenty of women who are not. Single moms. There's plenty of women who are not into bars and prostitution. I don't do none of that at all. When I went to Thailand, I took my girlfriend with me. I didn't even experience Good for it. In you, Thailand. But
0: Thailand is a is an interesting place. <laughs> well, no, he
2: got, but here's he got the a problem. Happy ending. Listen, George, have you been to Thailand? I haven't. You cannot go by what you see in the, in the movies and the videos. What I'm trying to tell you is what you see on the media, that doesn't properly represent what's actually going down. Even the anecdotes... You know, they be saying the same thing about the United States and black people. Interesting. Yeah, go man, ahead. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the media paints everything. The media paints Africa as fucked up. It paints black communities as fucking fucked up and dangerous. You You know by now you can't trust the media. The only way that you can see the truth is to go there yourself and stay there long enough for you to see what the truth is. But when I was in Thailand, I didn't talk to any Thai women because I don't even like their language. Their language is very difficult to... <laughs> you I, I don't even like hearing it. No, I'm not, I'm not joking. I don't like their language. Uh, hearing have, them talk, I don't like the way they talk. Filipinos speak English.
1: Yeah.
2: I have a quick question. Go really ahead.
1: quick. So you you t- you've talked about what well, we've t- discussed, the fact that you're looked at as a utility. In men, black men, men in general, are often men. looked at as a utility specifically in these developing countries. But yes, um, it, uh, and it all, you know, in um, the sum of a man is essentially and for most women, like what he's capable of doing for, for them. But I want to know, like knowing because there are some chances that you could. Um, partner with an African-American woman or a Western woman who has things going for herself as well and does not necessarily need your resources. So you might not be viewed as a utility, but more often than not, if you're dating someone from a developing country, they are looking at you as a utility. And it's not just that they can benefit from you. It's that their entire family might be able to benefit from you in some way by, you know, um, you know, um, not maybe not directly, but indirectly. So I, I want to know. What, like,
2: what, let me the ask way. the question
1: really quickly. I know okay. I, I said a lot before. Um, I'm get. I'm gonna get it out. <laughs> so I want to know, like, how are you not affected by the fact that there is a? high likelihood that a woman is with you because what she can get from you not you know that she is in love with you or or it's like she needs you so when that need is no longer there there's a good possibility that she may not that she may decide that she
2: doesn't really like you no listen i understand where you go what you're saying i understand that they're family looks at me as a utility, just like a family here would try to figure out, well, what can he do to better the family? That's the whole point of marriage. That's the point. See, what, what people don't seem to understand is why we're supposed to be married in the first place. We're, this is a business venture. It is a connection between two families. It is gaining the assets and access to the other family's wealth. That's what it is. So my issue is, if I'm going to go through with that, I just want to make sure that I have some kind of insurance that I don't have to worry about getting divorced for stupid reasons. So I know I'm going to bring her family up. I know I'm going to help out. I understand that, but I don't think
1: that in typically, especially for African-American people, um, there's not really a benefit for the entire family when the when the, um, when your daughter or your son marries someone, um, sometimes there might be, but there's like, not going to be a, like, you. we're not sending. If if I were to marry someone who, you know, is in the high six figure range, I'm not sending money to my mama. I'm not sending money back home to my cousin. Now.
2: I'm not like, they're, they're, you know, so it, it's a. It's, well, see Rose, it's, see Rose. See, you say you're not doing it. But let me explain. I don't think most people.
1: African-American people
2: send money to their family. When well, well, well here's African, African-American people probably won't. Mm. African people do. Of people who come, most of these people coming from these other countries, when they get that step up through marriage and they get into a country where they're able to accumulate more money than they ever have seen in their life, they're kicking that back, some of that to their family. So that's our problem. Our problem. But let me just say this: our problem is we do not have a strong, good culture, especially when it comes to family. That's the problem. That's what I'm trying to avoid. I don't want to be cultureless, and I don't want to be. How should I say? I don't want to have the lack of intergenerational wealth because we're squandering it. No, I I choose to say, listen, your culture is this, I know a lot about your culture, I think I want into that culture, so I'm gonna do that. There's nothing, I could do the same thing if I say, you know what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna change the Islam, get me an Islamic wife. I could do the same thing mm-hmm. that way. So but you see, don't care about their motivations. Let me just say this, what we call African American culture, and most of the men in the chat, and even many of the women will probably agree, this is poisonous, it is not natural for us, And it's destroying us over time. I don't want anything to do with
0: it. So are you willing to send, you're willing to support her family?
2: No, 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 no. She, I'm gonna support her. She's going to get a job and then she can send some of her money back. So ultimately in me supporting her, I am supporting the family because she's living with me. She's doing everything I need her to do. And while she's working, she's kicking money back to her family. But you said it? that you would limit her
0: opportunities because you still want her to be, you know, um ready to serve you and you know do the things. No, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I and have ways so, of dealing with that. Um, if she's trying to send her money, uh send money back to her family and they're impoverished and she does have the opportunity, um you wouldn't let her um, maximize those opportunities?
2: Well, let let me help you out with that. The average Filipino, for example, the average Filipino makes less than $8,000 US per year. If she comes here and I put her on a job, that's a simple job. She doesn't, she would work part-time and make $30,000 a year. And I know exactly where I would put her too. Oh my gosh, not where you would put her. No, I know that, listen, I have access. I have access here in the city but I would put her in a job, not too difficult. It would probably be a home care attendant and she'd be making about $35,000 a year. She'd still be home for me and she'd be able to put back, she might be able to send home, let's say $800 a month. I don't need her money. I got plenty. I got a house that's paid off. I don't need her money. I am more interested in her for her womanly abilities for me. Do you give her money now? I'm sorry. Do you give her money now? No. I've you seen don't give a lot at of- all. Wow. I you I used to give her a little bit. Like I used to um I used to give her just like what if she asked me for something, I'd give it to her. But uh right now, I haven't needed to give her anything. But um does she if, work? if she needed it, if she asked me, yeah, I'd give her something. Does she work in the Philippines? Oh yeah, she does. She's a career, she's a career girl.
1: I, yeah, have a qu- I, I have a point that I wanted to add Go ahead. Uh, two things really quickly. Let me touch on this really quick. So for all of those and for the comment relating to African-American culture being, you know, SHIT, um, I disagree with that. There are like our culture influences the entire world. There are parts of our culture. That's because that you influence the rest of the world. Is, 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 you know, um, right. degenerative but that's part of uh, every culture that is unfavorable um our cult we have uh, um a culture that impacts the people across the entire globe and we yes, are 14 of a population no not in destroying it i'm talking about we're influential like you know the things that we do everybody wants to mimic and copy us because we do have a culture there are parts of our culture that is absolutely deplorable, but there's parts of it. there's parts of, of, you know, white American culture that's deplorable. But I wanted to um, say this really quick. I worked I've worked at several jobs where um, there were a lot of people of of different from different African countries and they all sent money home. Right. And the people that I worked with that were from African countries, they often worked multiple jobs and/or worked endless amounts of overtime because they wanted to be able to send more money back home. So even when they started off working 40 hours a week, that wasn't enough. They wanted to increase the amount that they were sending back home, so they always worked like crazy long hours. So what if the the um, $800 isn't, you know, that that she's sending that home for a while, and then the the demand for her will increase for her to send more home, and/or her desire to send more home uh, occurs and she wants to work more hours and that takes away from her being able to be home to, you know, care for
2: you. Well, I'll, I'll say it like this. First of all, I would limit her to the amount that she's sending home with the exception of a special like if she need if one of her siblings is trying to go to school, yeah, I'd allow her to send a little bit more then, but I would probably limit her to about $500 simply because I know it doesn't cost her family that much to live. So the issue is, she'd be bringing her money to me, and I'd be remitting her money to her family. That's how it would work. No, reasonable. Yeah, yeah. That's how it will work, because you got to remember, she's still living under my roof. Now, I'm going to let her have... Because you got to understand, that's what some cultures do. Some cultures... I mean, that's how me
0: and Curlin do it, too, Hold on. Some some
2: cultures, the man brings home the money and hands the money over to the wife, and the wife manages everything, pays all the bills... All the husband has to do is go to work. Now there are some cultures where a woman brings home the money. I've never taken—I haven't taken money from a woman in a long, long, long time. I make my own money. What I'm saying is, I'm not gonna let her family and her friends use her and and say, "Oh yeah, well you're married to this big guy, so uh, we're gonna—you know—you you you could kick back a thousand dollars." No, fuck that. Because first of all the average one of them lives on less than $8,000 a year. So I'm gonna make sure that I do take care of her parents just as if, you know, like here, if I married an American woman, sooner or later her parents are gonna get old and sick and we're gonna need to take care of them and a lot of that's gonna fall on me. I would treat it the same way because I'd expect her to be taking care of my mother. Like when my mother is uh, old and infirm and shit, I'd expect her to move to with my mother and be taking care of her. So. Your what if, yeah, there's some merit in that. But you got to understand, I understand that that's part of their culture. And if I want to buy into that, then that's what I'm signing on the dotted line for. She's not going to use up my money. She's going to make her money and she's going to send some of that that way. The rest of it, I'm going to make sure she has a little car so that she can drive back around, you know, because I want her to be able to drive here. You ain't gonna get her like no foreign luxury car. No hell no. Why why would I do that? If you get see, the problem is you you gotta women. You can't spoil women. Women get bored if you spoil them, and if you you gotta keep them on their toes. They have to understand that, like they have to they have to contribute too. Now, granted, I'm not asking for you to contribute what I contribute. I'm just saying you got to you you have to show that you're you're helping. You know, Kevin Samuels, in one of his recent shows, he said that a a high-value man should be able to hire his own wife. And I've seen that. My last doctor, a Jewish doctor, he hired his wife. He was a general practitioner. She was picking – she had a a delousing business, and she was also his secretary. A high-value man should be able to live off of his salary and hire his wife if need be. I, I could keep her right in my house and pay her a stipend or some shit. Now, I don't want to do that because I don't want her to stay in the house because I don't want to get bored. So I want her to go out and have, you know, I'll, I'll keep her in like a little, um, you know, circle that I understand who these people are. Like, I'm not having to hang out at night and shit at clubs and stuff. with the That's no way. No way. So are you
0: afraid, like, if you let her run loose, that her true female nature would come out? Because and-
2: <laughs> no, that's what America does to people. See, Rose, I disagree with you 100 percent. America exports American culture, American culture, as you can already see, is toxic in every single way. And it destroys, it destroys patriarchy that these countries have painstakingly set up over hundreds of thousands of years, in some cases. And we are exporting problems to these other countries. That's what we're doing. Just like what you're watching right now in Afghanistan. Before mm-hmm. we went there, the Taliban controlled that place. That place was stable it was stable under that sharia muslim law but it was stable what do we do we yeah, go in but there people were being
1: killed for- Whoa, people were on. being killed and
2: people yeah, were yeah, are still subjugated. Ill- are, are people killed here are people killed here? Are unarmed men? Of course, men, and that, that, men listen,
1: I'm not excusing so, and or okay. ignoring the fact that, that the U.S. butts their nose in people's business and exactly. country's business where they have no, no place doing so. I'm talking about African-Americans and the influence that we have on the world. Yes, there are some degenerates within our culture. Yes, there's some deplorable behaviors that we see attributed to African-American culture, but we influence art, language,
2: dress, you know, Fashion, yeah, yeah, no, listen, we, all the, have a all all heavy all influence across All world. of the things that you just named, in many cases, have gone contrary to the cultures of these other countries. When you're talking about dress... That, that, that still doesn't mean that we... You're tearing
1: culture? No, You're Because you feel
2: like their modest style of dressing is appropriate. But that, I mean, other people may have... No, not no, no, no! They... They feel that their modest style of dress is appropriate as a culture. But when we start sending over movies and we start sending over all of these apps and stuff and we get these people hooked into the lasciviousness and we have WAP playing on their radio stations. No, you're tearing those people out. I'm not
1: speaking about things like WAP, but there are still music within that comes from African-Americans.
2: You
0: mean the gangster rap? No, that's not. No, what I'm no, you know, no. I mean, I've already, already said that we a lot of our old music. They know more yeah, karaoke they than like, some
1: of us. I've yeah, already said are,
2: that. There they There's part are of it not, that is deplorable. Those people that's over there are that. not as interested in our in our non corrosive culture as they are in our corrosive culture. That's the problem. So no, when we're sending I, this I, over I, there, I, yeah. and I'm not just the talking about African Americans. Hold, hold on! Okay. I'm not talking about just African American. I'm talking about American too. Yeah, we're I'm not focused the, on
1: um, the rest of America. I'm specifically right. well, talking well, about African Americans. No, our influence on the world. You may well, on, consider it second. all negative, but I completely disagree with that. I think one, we have one, No, but here's the problem. Where have you lived? Here's a question. Here's a question.
2: Where have you lived overseas?
1: I don't have to live overseas to yes, feel like we're, we're positively influencing the world. You haven't lived in every country
2: overseas. I haven't lived in all of them, but I've lived in enough of them to see what American culture and okay, your view and so of has the my
1: fiance. And this is a discussion that we have regularly about the positive influence that African Americans have had on the globe. And, and, and
4: you know, so it's so that's funny. what I'm saying. Just a while ago,
2: ago, come on. Just a little while ago, you were pointing out the fact that they were putting out lies about the black community. You were pointing that out. Black what people do not control person? what goes overseas. I didn't
1: Native point that out. Danny pointed
2: that out. But what does that have to do with the price of sugar? No, the point is blacks do not control what goes overseas. The American media apparatus does. So, no, when I say that I'm not just focused on African-American culture, you need to understand the media here packages what gets sent overseas. They don't just get just because what Luke we gotta Beach read the somebody. super
1: chats before they disappear because oh, I think yeah, one ahead, already went and Black Wizard sent like, them. But big truck, right. I, I'm not me, media isn't the only isn't the only vehicle for getting information out. We have so many different social media um, avenues and different vehicles in which information and influence can be um, had. Like it's not just the media.
2: Well, I was gonna let you read the super chats and I'll get back to what I was saying. Oh, right, you want to read the super chats? So, Shout out to Black
1: Wizards.
0: Oh. Go ahead,
1: concrete. Okay, thank you, Black Wizard. Sorry, uh, it took so long to read your super chat, brother. Uh, he says during the Great Migration for blacks after the Civil War, blacks, uh, oh, black married men traveled to the north to send wealth to their families. That's not too different from this kind of situation. Um, I, I don't necessarily see anything wrong with it. I guess the point that I was trying to drive home for big truck is just, does he care about the woman, the underlying motivation, which he essentially said he doesn't. So um, that was. Well, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, I'll
2: get back to that black quiz. It has a second one. Okay. So Black Wizard
1: also says our culture in general doesn't facilitate healthy relationships. Our culture mainly facilitates labor. Even code switching is relatable to what you can do to make the labor environment more comfortable. Um, I think that, uh, no, I, I agree that our culture facilitates labor but i think that our influence stretches way beyond that um and you know we could talk round and round about this but like no one is going to change my mind about the influence that african americans have have across the globe so that's no, just but not but how do you how do you say that if you haven't been to these places i don't have to go to them i watch I mean, documentaries i watch people People, and, and like not I said, get, my fiance was a Marine, so he's visited all the including
2: Asian well, countries. Where's he at? Because i Lord like to deal with with he He's downstairs, and I'm not calling him up here to engage in this conversation. Oh, okay, cool. But no, let me let me I'm gonna say it again African Americans do not package culture to ship overseas. The American media apparatus packages what they want and they package it in a way that they want other people to experience it. They send that over there, and that's where you get these stereotypes about black people from. Every every single Agreed. one of those people over there is 100% certain that all we do is play basketball, football, and do rap. That's what they're 100% certain of. They don't see Agreed. what doesn't get shown because, number one, their governments don't allow certain media to be played on their airwaves. Because their governments actually care about oh, their Asian people or what countries. they're learning. Look, look at, at European countries
1: and, and, and different it. West
2: Let's... Indian nations and see the influence that we have. I'm not like, talking about, hold influence. on, the West Indies is close to here. I'm not talking about the West Indies because the West Indies is close to here. What about Lombard, European they see, countries? They get to see exactly what we put out because they're so close. But I'm talking about the places that are so far. The places well, that are so well, far have governments that have closed-circuit television. China, for example, nothing gets on their television screens that they don't want on their television screens. They flick a switch, they turn Google off. In these countries, there are certain YouTube channels that can't be seen because the government itself controls what can be seen and what not. And I'm not just talking about China. Most of those countries do the exact same thing. So, again, white man, let me say this, black culture is only what a white man allows to be seen worldwide. Go ahead.
0: Did Chuck, would, would you say that you help perpetuate some of the stereotypes, especially with your views on black women and black American culture?
2: I would say I help dispel most of the stereotypes. How many black men do wow. you know are talking about marrying before carrying? How many black men do you know are, are, are openly talking about marriage? You like to focus black on men, one I, aspect well, of on. the question black men, that she oh, asked? How many black men do you know can talk financially, give advice, and can also walk the but walk? that's about you. you. What know? about the stereotypes of I, regarding-
0: I, I do? I actually I do know some black men who can do that. Okay, good. Um. So I guess they're helping me. <laughs> you know
1: what? What's your <laughs> sign, <laughs> big, big truck? Leo! I knew he was oh, okay. a Leo child. No I knew no you remember that Girl. message
0: I sent you earlier. Yes, honey. And no ma'am. No ma'am. But listen, go ahead, are daddy. you
2: are we can we open it up and let the it's people it's only gonna be for them? a short while
1: because these well, folks are uh, they? Okay. Right. You
2: can open it up, you can open it up, but I thought you were asking a, you because see the thing about it is I'm not trying to bash black women. I think black women and black men are caught in a fucked up culture that Wrong. they have no control over. one second, that they have no control over. I believe that it is detrimental to us in the long run. And ultimately, it's just like Quizard says, it is not fostering healthy relationships. That's what I believe. I have a question for you. Go ahead, Danny. You
1: go first, and then I'll come. I just this is my last question I I have to ask.
0: Okay, Um, Big Truck. Because like I said, you have said some damning things about Um, black about black women. Um, Do you think what what was the
2: worst thing I said? Do you remember? What
0: was the worst thing? Man, uh,
2: you what said so the much. Worst?
1: I didn't say it so
0: much. What's the
1: worst? Right.
0: Uh, my, my question to you is, um, do you feel that it is the majority of Black women, um, like the women that you wouldn't deal with or that you despise? Do you feel like that's the majority?
2: No, absolutely not. There are Black women out there that I absolutely would deal with. But the problem is we're separated by either uh, distance distance. Or we're separated by um, some other boundary and everything that is so different. I don't want to deal with the long distance relationship if I'm not getting out of it what I want. Now, for me to try to go and, and date a younger woman who's a black woman, I'd have so many problems doing that, especially if she's in a culture right now that is, that is teaching her that, that she can go hot girl summer and I can't say nothing about it. I got a problem with that.
1: well let me just say this Uh, you know y'all want to keep going back and forth talking about i'm wrong in the comments and this that and the other like you can you can't convince me that i'm wrong african American. where did r&b come from where did hip-hop come from like we are the shit, and there's no denying that we influence the entire globe whether you consider it positive or negative we've shaped The entire globe, everybody mimics us, and we're such a small minority. Like yeah, you feel like it's 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 a negative impact on these um, countries that are like communists and you know that that where there's people who don't have certain rights so that they should, you know, you feel like they should be limited and not influenced by Black women and the and Black people and the freedoms that we have How, despite that because th- I don't find that to be a negative Black people are influential I, I, I feel sorry that you guys have been conditioned to think that we're such crappy people that we offer nothing of value to this I didn't, but, I didn't say that I'm not talking about you but that oh. leads me to my last question for you Big Truck, as okay. it relates to women like the women of foreign women and their motivations um can't and i find it funny that y'all saying the ghetto coming out i've never lived in the ghetto i lived in a small town we didn't even have a ghetto but i am passionate and i'm not afraid to show my passion so my question to you is does it mean that you don't value yourself if you're willing to date a woman who is you know, has to be financially dependent upon you? Um, and is that a way for you to exert your control over her? And is that come, does that come from like a place of insecurity that you can't date a woman on your quote unquote level who is also successful within her own right and feel as though um, you would be able to form a strong partnership with a woman like that?
2: Okay, I'll tell you like this, based solely, based solely on the statistics, Marrying in this country to any woman, regardless white, black, whatever, in this country is playing Russian roulette with your life and your assets. Now, as far as this thing about insecurity, listen, if if the because and I and I've heard this used as a shaming tactic, if they want to call it insecurity and they want to call it, yeah, I'm being controlling, fine, call it that. Yeah, I'm being controlling. I'm making sure that. Number one, I can look out for my best interest. In some cases, looking out for her best interests. And in other cases, making sure that I am protecting what I've built. So if you want to call it insecurity, if you want to say, because I, I, I heard I heard Cynthia G say this to a dude, right, like two days ago. I heard, oh, yeah, well, you don't love yourself. No, guess what? I recognize that I am in a The culture speaks louder than the individual. That's a fact. I recognize that I'm in a poisonous, corrosive culture that I don't like, that I don't want to have to deal with. As a black man, no matter what woman out there I impregnate, I'm going to have a black family. I am dark-skinned. I am very black. I am going to have a black family. It doesn't matter if she's white. It doesn't matter if she's Hispanic. It doesn't matter if she's Asian. Yeah, my kids are going to be black simply because this country says that they're going to be black. And they've got it codified into law that, yeah, they're going to be counted as black. So I ain't worried about none of that. Now, I don't want to have to go through divorce. I don't want to have to deal with the child custody shit. I don't want to deal with none of that. So if I have to take extreme measures to avoid all of those things, call it whatever you want. As far as I'm concerned, I call it Russian roulette if I were to do it the opposite way in this country.
1: Thank you for your response, Chuck. I, I, I respect it. I just, uh, you know, wanted to know if there was any kind of tie between your sense of security or the um, your sense of value and you dating women who, necess- who need you and only can can't only really see you as a utility. But um, thank you for your response. Appreciate you.
4: You're
0: welcome. Well, we do have panel guests here. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, first we'll start off. We ain't signing. Um, we ain't signing. <laughs> what is your question for yeah. Big Truck?
5: Well, I, I have more of a comment than a question. Good morning, everyone. It's uh 823 here, Shanghai China. Oh,
1: we're well, in, in Shanghai. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. What you're yeah, in China, can you hear hi. Me? Hi. You,
5: Where
2: you in? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Hear you.
5: Uh, yeah, I, I live in the Channing district. I've been living in China for the past 14 years. You date a Chinese girl? Well? Um, oh wow, it. she she she's she's uh Arabic. So, but my point, I think I think the compare my comment is I think the comparison in this conversation is a little bit unfair because in the Philippines, 90% of the economy is remittance, and if you're going to compare American women. To Filipino women is a bit unfair. I think it's better to compare uh, American women with Chinese women because then you have the you have less of the utility argument, right? Because well, and we mind- can talk
1: about foreign women in general. We, his woman is okay. from his fiance is from the Philippines, okay. which is kind of why the focus was on the Philippines.
5: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Because I've been Philippines, I've been to Thailand, you know, on vacations multiple times. But for example, if you would ask me the best type of woman. For a black man to marry, I would say, Northeast China or Southwest China. I agree. Loyal, Loyal. They will, sh- they will work with you. Uh, you can be living in a cardboard box on the street. They're going to help you build up your business. And you you see African guys from Nigeria and Ghana going to Southwest China all the time, getting married, come with 2 $3 in their pockets, and have a have a established small to medium-sized business within 5, 10 years driving a car here in China. Right. Is there a
1: uh, there,
5: reason why you didn't date one? No, no, I, I did, but but my I'm in Shanghai, China, so it's, it's a different. Like China different locations have different kind of ways of moving and my mm-hmm. my girlfriend is Arabic and her father is a manager at an oil company and so yeah, so she's just as successful as any other person in any, you know, first world country. So, but uh getting back to the, to the point, I think when I I just want to back up big truck, when he's talking about America being toxic, we're talking for specifically about black men, right? America, the culture, the marriage laws, things like that is toxic for black men and going abroad. is just a better deal. Let me ask
0: you a question. Um, um, we Mm -hmm. ain't signing and big truck, um, with as it pertains to American culture, um, if you guys do have children, um, will you be teaching them um, anything about American culture and Black culture to be specific? That's a good
5: question. Uh, for me, I mean, I would, I definitely would teach them uh, about my culture, you know, they'll, vi- they'll visit America, things like that. Uh, I'll let them interact with my family and things like that. Sure, I mean, it's, it's not a, a situation of... I'm embarrassed of black culture. It's just that the current way black women treat black men is just not beneficial to me. And the current laws that are are set up for me to get married, it's just not beneficial, right? If you want people like me to get married to ADOS women, because ADOS women are the preferred. I would prefer to get married to an ADOS woman. However, there's just not enough incentive to do so. Right there. You know, uh, foreign women will respect me more than an ADOS woman getting married in a foreign country. I'm more protected for my company and my assets than if I get married to any woman in America. Right. There's just not enough incentive for me to get married to an American woman or an ADOS woman. For example, right. Asian women at 40, they start getting old. Right. So with the age gap. That's one reason why we we date younger uh, younger women, because black men are the youngest looking people on the planet, right? Because men age slower than women. So if a black man who eats right, treat himself well, he's going to look 30 well into his 50s. Black women are the second youngest looking people, right? So there's a lot of advantages. But however, it's the treatment, it's the behavior, it's the peace. It's a better deal abroad. So it's not like I'm I'm embarrassed to be black or anything like that. It's just that the deal is better and black women don't want to give incentives. Black culture don't want to give incentives to black men. You feel that why Why does black me, men need an incentive for the community when other races don't have that? That's not true. When other races deal with their men, other races give them incentives. Asian Jews, whatever. There's incentives for men to constantly contribute to their community, and Black men don't seem worthy enough to do that. And so that's why, from my purview, we go elsewhere. So it's not about whether I'll teach them Black culture or whatever. I would. But the reason why I'm not with an ADUS woman, especially because I prefer to be with one because again I'm six foot four I want my children to be taller than me right there's a lot of genetic benefits for me today a sit a five eight five nine woman right than an the Asian woman because I don't want my children to be short especially if they're males but despite all that there's more incentives to be with them outside and I'll close with that
1: you laid out uh-huh. a pretty good argument, we ain't signing. And like, I, I have like zero pushback for anything that you said. You articulated yourself very well. And I think that black men, the, the whole basis of our discussion with Big Truck is not to convince black men to do anything outside of what you desire to do. Um, we did ask some tough questions and I saw that Kit Clouds called that out, but uh, I think Big Truck can handle it. He didn't uh, oppose, right. you know, answering any of the questions that we asked. Oh, no. I was
2: just trying to I was trying to be respectful and let him finish his point.
1: No, I mean, just in general, I saw Kit Clouds point that out earlier, but I just wanted to say that as it relates to we ain't signing and his reasoning, which he didn't even have to spell out, um you know, I respect it. I feel like if that if that is where you feel like you're celebrated and respected, then you know, go forth and be great.
2: And to answer your question of teaching my kid about black history, yeah, if, I, I understand, regardless of what school he goes to, there's things about black history that are not going to be taught, especially now when we're wondering about critical race theory and all this new curriculum and stuff that they're trying to force on these kids or the things that they're taking back. So, yeah, listen, if my child asks me a question, I'm going to answer it to the best of my ability, just as I'm answering a question right now. So, You know, some people may disagree with my answer. Some people may agree with my answer. But the bottom line is my child is going to take my answer for faith value. Okay,
0: okay. Um, Shout out to Harambe. He says it's a great day. Many brothers are waking up and leaving this BS behind. Leave (laughs) the toxic culture in your rear. Um, Maybe he meant black women's rear. Um, But thank you so much. Um, next, we will have Jr. Jr. What are your thoughts?
2: Jr.
6: Hello. Hey, you guys
2: hear me? Hi. Yeah, we can hear you.
6: Hello. Hi. What's going on? What's going on, panelists? What's going on over there? I over there in just China. Part. Over there in Singapore. Over there in uh, Brooklyn. Whatever, wherever you are. So, hey, I was gonna say, so I was gonna do a little formula, and then I want one big truck to respond to it. So. I mean, I think all the guys out there are always trying to figure out that magic formula to figure out if a woman wants you for the right reason. So let me float the what I call the 5 leg stool, and then I'll let Big Truck uh, to respond to it. So Jr. Yes. Right.
0: Uh,
4: let, let,
0: let me handle it. Let us handle it. We got it. All right. Um, Jr. Your uh sound is quite shaky. Um, maybe you can drop down and come back up. Very choppy.
6: Okay. What about now?
0: Still very choppy.
6: Okay, pass it on to someone else because the iPhone doesn't work very well with uh string yard. So pass it on to someone else and let me see if I can yeah, we'll come uh, get, back to you. Get you some, Wi-Fi somewhere else. Yeah, All use
2: right. Safari, not Google. Yeah.
6: Okay. use, All right. you, use Safari? Yeah.
2: Safari instead of okay, Google, okay. Let yeah. Me drop down. Bye. Well, okay, okay, okay. Let me drop down. Okay. okay. All
0: right. Um, Andrew Wilkins, what are your thoughts?
3: Hey, thanks. Let me know if you can hear me clearly. I hear you. Thank you. I need to make a quick point about the age differences. You got some black women in your chat acting like the pink pill buffoons, like they're hating on them, brother speaking, act like they're hating on black men. Now, who's that, Jane Page and Renee? talking about 24 to 41 or too much of a gap. They won't find him attractive because he's 41. Let me tell you something. Black <laughs> women have a hard time Black, all black women have a hard time accurately analyzing anything. I ain't never been outside the country and I know those young kids in poor countries, they work at a younger age, they date older at a younger age, they even start having sex at a younger age. True. Look at Japan. True. Why do you think you see so many video games, anime, and movie, even porn with their schoolgirls? Age of consent is young as 14 in some countries. not saying it's right. Even prostitution. Them, them white businessmen go in Asian countries by, by the bunk to get them 15, 16-year-olds. and they don't, they don't get locked up for it. And I typed in there and said, by the time a foreign chick is 24, she has the experience of a 35-year-old American chick. Their family raised them to get with a man that's successful, an older man, that'll take care of them. That's why I know a lot of Filipino chicks here that wear... They got them a white military guy and they were young. So yeah, not
1: like it's not like 24 is a baby.
3: You know, it's they, not, not uncommon
1: a to be completely honest. And I think that it's completely wrong for us to judge someone at what you know the the rules and laws of someone else's culture that is that uh you know i am from a first world uh, nation and everything that we do is the proper way and everyone else should follow suit because in those other countries they do date younger like you know younger women do date men that are grown enough age although that may not be appropriate for our country and you know what what we see as as normal um that's not an abnormal thing in those countries and it is kind of um arrogant <laughs> to think that you know everybody should do the, the, the should operate under the same laws and rules and regulations that the u.s does
3: uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. I mean, keep in mind, some of these kids been working on the farm since nine, nine years old helping to feed the family. So by the time they're 16, 17, they're ready to get out and tackle the world. So you got to look yeah. at the culture. The culture's different over there. But everybody, uh, y- y'all have a nice one. We need to do more shows like this. I really appreciate it. And I- Andrew, you ain't give time.
1: us no smoke. I'm actually surprised. I, ain't I, I you gave, I gave, okay? I yeah, gave right.
3: Jane and Renee the smoke. I gave Renee hey, the, smoke about- the smoke. Talking about smoke. Talking about working out. Hey, most of these black women don't work out, and I go to gyms. Most oh, black women my. go to gym film. They are oh. filming themselves on Instagram, or they in the so- sauna room twerking. You ain't got to new- talk
0: about nobody. <laughs> look, look, we Maybe in started. the.
3: They be in the sauna room filming new content for their OnlyFans. The I know. Don't
0: talk about nobody up on the panel. Leave us but alone. But you know what? I, yeah.
4: I
1: do want to say I don't have no problem with with the age difference between um Big Truck and his. I have a May December romance. So what I look like judging? I mean, there's not the age gap that that Big Truck has with his partner, but still, I mean, she's grown. She's for of sure. age.
4: For sure.
5: yeah. Can I see right, later, guys? Like- Uh I'm I'm 42 and my girlfriend is uh 24. This 25. Sorry, 25. So it's common. High five, brother! High five. And 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 her her father is 15 years older than her mother. It's common.
0: Gotcha. 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 Um, let me read these super chats and get on with our guests. Shout out to Wise Man. He said, A lot of our people don't realize how our mindsets are like white supremacy. Supremacists. we focus on the worst of us and the best mm-hmm. in others meanwhile mm-hmm. everybody else is trying to imitate us mm-hmm. our culture speech and even our skin tone So uh, y'all have Say y'all
2: it. seen the reverse perm over there in asia no yeah Oh, uh, excuse well, me, me. Uh, those those wi- those women are selling our women their hair. for god's sakes why, why do y'all think that, like, Black
1: women ain't buying, now, Brazilian hair, but Black women ain't buying hair from,
0: you know, all of the people excuse me, did you not see that previous one?
1: If I gotta yes. so hook Rock up movie. on
0: some Southeast Asian hair, let me know because uh, specific... I could buy me a weed for Christmas. <laughs> That's, That's why they like mean, to Rock, say
2: first of all, Chris Rock did that movie where he showed what they were doing in India, shaving off their heads, and they were sending the hair here. But one thing you need to China understand is, is that China is the people that yes. actually packages the product. So yes. you have no idea where any of that hair is coming from. In That's fact, it. a lot of that hair is first of all. I don't wear wigs. So
1: number one, number two, I do know a lot of people who do, and they it's like it. a curly texture of hair, not straight bone, straight oh. hair. Uh,
5: you think C that a machine Rose, can't Rose, simulate C that? Rose, uh, let me let me let me say something. C Rose. Uh, 90%. Yeah. This is statistics you can look up. 90% of what they call dry hair, wigs, weaves, whatever, uh, extensions, clip-ons come from China. Ninety yep. percent of the world's ninety percent. And, and so you, have you have no
2: idea. idea. You have no yeah. idea if that wig that you you have no idea if those wigs that these women are buying are coming off of women who purposefully shaved their hand, gave it up. I know that that's how they get the hair. Because I have actually go go seen go people who go, go to these
1: countries and go to Brazil and go to uh, yeah, you, know, you know Polynesia you're and listen. all these different countries. Listen, in order listen, to listen. A company's there in to order you. to get here, so me, I do know that they it grow it me. out in order to cut it out. But, but y'all I like want to you to understand that. something: if that makes the women that you desire to be um held in some sort of high regard or high esteem, or as if black women are trying to be like those women because let, let, no, like me, black women
2: me. just want versatile hairstyles. First of all, let me explain it nice and simply. I like a woman who's growing her own hair. That's number one. Number two. Brazil does not have a major hair importing business to America. They have a small hair importing business to America, but the majority, the majority of that hair that's coming in here, just like the brother said, is coming from India and China, but more of it's coming from China because China is... Packaging that hair, so they get it from wherever they get. I'm it. not
1: disputing it's that the hair is not shipped from China. What I am disputing is yeah. that black women are not trying to be like Asian women in no way, shape, or form. They grow their own hair. hairstyles. They do have their own hair. That's called. That's what they wear to protect their own hair. No, that no, no, yes, no, no They no. do. Black women are, oh, do have
2: their own hair. They have let, the ability let, let, to grow hair, and they have hair All under right. their weave. You see, oh, see, oh, Rose, here's his part of the problem with yeah, our culture, yeah, right? Then this is a perfect example, right?
7: Here,
2: here you have men telling you, we want women to have natural hair. They don't care. Hold on. You're coming up with arguments and a trillion reasons why that's not sufficient. Big truck. nobody even
1: said that That nothing about you not wanting women to have their natural hair. I simply said black women like to be versatile. I'm not saying that you shouldn't like what you like. And that there's, I'm telling you the reason why black women want to be able to switch their hair and wear weave. So don't say that they don't care because I don't wear weave. The only thing that you might catch me in and just once every few years is braids. Like literally, I don't wear tracks in my hair.
2: Oh, uh, I'm glad, okay. I'm, listen, I'm glad uh-uh. you don't, but a lot of the women here do.
7: And that's, well, the problem. you don't these have to attack, attack me, big the truck.
2: Freaking, these women are walking around with shoestrings in
1: their hair.
0: Oh,
7: Daddy, you want
1: to be an Asian woman? Just admit it. That's, that's all.
0: I didn't say that. Me. I said Girl, that. We uh, love curling long men. time, honey. It's all good. <laughs> men are. Um, to the see wow. But let, let's get on to our next guest. Um, because you guys are getting like y'all are super heated and you guys.
2: Let me just say this real quick. Men in general, men in general are attracted to women for their natural features. But if a woman is using visual lies to hide the cues about her own health, volume is hair is a show of health. Height is a show of personal health. Who has more health. volume than, than black women? women though? Like, women that use visual, see, that's why you got it. That's why you keep on trying to cut me off. Women use visual lies in order to make themselves appear to be something they're not. They got push-up bras. the bras, the bras ain't that big. But they we didn't even push-up bras. Oh, y'all think they because we didn't even push-up bras, I know y'all don't want. me to finish this one. They got push-up bras. They got add, that's specific to black women They got women Botox. Though. They got Botox. You know, black women they using both. Botox. Brazilian butt
0: lifts. Can I, I get it? Let, 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 yeah, wait, 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 wait. Let let me let Marcus up in here. Um ahead, Marcus um I'll, and I'll and, and right. ma- shout out to Marcus Aurelius um uh channel name, keep it one hundred. If y'all have not subscribed, Marcus, you know Marcus will come give it to us, child. Um and we be having a smash Marcus in his head. But Marcus, oh. what are your thoughts on this uh um, big
8: truck? Vulcan. Um, I'm gonna respond to him first, and then I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say on the topic. Okay, Chuck, cool. I, I feel you to a degree. Okay, I feel you to a degree. Um, I do agree with you that um, we can directly tell our women what we want, and they'll disregard it. Yup, that's that's that is a certified fact. Secondly, um, I do believe that a lot of men do want natural hairstyles. Yup. How, however, however, this 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 is a lot of the stuff you named is not attributable uh, attributable to black men or women. A, a lot of these surgeries and things like that, this this was a white thing to begin with. Now there are certain attributes that black men, men like in their women that if a black woman isn't born with, she will go and purchase, right? And it is my belief as someone who has worked in the business of models and photography, et cetera, et cetera, for over 20 years that, Men, ultimately, they say they care that these things are real and natural, but they really do not. And I've seen proof of what I'm saying. We can look on Instagram and we can see the girl with the fake booty and the fake titties with 100,000, 500,000 followers get flown out to Dubai and everywhere else. Okay? Now, understand, I'm not saying that Black men prefer that these attributes in women be fake but they don't care if they are it uh, or if they are so men like big butts if it's real if it's fake eh, they don't really care too much okay okay so on your point
2: let me ask the entire chat right now black men i want you to type do you prefer natural hair or yes, wigs nobody is and arguing against that. that i wasn't Go even on. arguing that's... against
1: that big oh, nobody no, is no, no, saying no, 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 what the... We're
8: not got, saying got, what black men don't prefer. No one is saying I got, that. I got, I got more to say, Trump. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make this clear because I don't want you to twist my words. I said men prefer natural body parts, and I ain't talking about hair because I covered hair. I consider and, hair important. Okay, but some some men like natural hair, and some men don't care about weaves. I'm gonna keep it real with you because you got men, black men especially. That will come down on a woman for having natural hair. I've seen it because I've shot women in my magazine that have had natural hair, and not only do men do it, but women do it too. Women well, do it. Well, there's a whole lot of natural, So, so that I don't twist your
2: words, let me ask again, Chat, Do you prefer? Do you Why prefer? Why are you to asking that question?
1: With, though He saying he knows that you. they prefer, they may prefer natural hair. He's not saying they don't.
6: I'm not so no, so
2: here's the thing. Yeah, there are some. If chat agrees with you, that's not going to. There are some it, men. Though. There are some men that prefer that they don't care, and there are some men that prefer natural. But I what I will that. say is this: I said that. for women to show themselves as what they are is important. If a woman is lying about her basic <laughs> gen, her her basic genetics, if she's lying about her phenotype. That's a problem for most men. They don't want fake body parts I, even, I, in I, I general.
8: Think, I, I think you're- kind Okay. Of yeah.
1: You we getting right? hung up on this too. Like we're, we're talking about foreign yeah, women. So we want to make the point. So we- Yeah. Okay.
8: It. I'm going to get back to the point. I think you're overstating when you say most- uh, I think I got it right. Uh, show me- <laughs> like, that. me- that, that i'm, I'm on. Show you a study
2: about on. men, Come whether on. or not men prefer natural body parts- I know there's a yeah, I know it doesn't
5: matter. It doesn't matter, man. I know there's a difference
2: that's- I'm I know
1: you're derailing me. the conversation. I
5: mean, okay. okay,
0: there you go. Well, I'm going to read this super chat and then we're going to move on. Shout out oh, to Jane was Page
9: there?
8: Yeah, next. No, I, I wasn't.
0: <laughs> I didn't think
2: <laughs> he was
1: because he said he had another point to make. Well, Danny, go ahead and read the super chat even, and Marcus will didn't, let you finish. I, didn't even
8: address the topic. I was going okay, okay, to let
0: you. Go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead. Go
8: ahead. No, basically, um, you know, this is about, you know, foreign women and, you know, versus American women or whatever the case may be. Um, You know, I I find it very interesting that the only time interracial uh, relationships are discussed is when it involves black men. Every other race. Yeah, that's not true at all. No, 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 hold let on. Let him
0: get his point out. Yeah,
8: let him finish. In, in this in this sort of context, yes, it is, because we don't talk about um, first of all, the, the greatest interracial parent is is white men and Asian women. And I don't see white women complaining about Asian women taking all the good white men. And I don't care, I, I don't I don't see uh Asian men talking about that white men are taking all the good Asian women. You understand what I'm saying? I think the only time interracial is a problem. Is when it involves us. All right? It, and and I'll it tell is, you why in a minute. We'll, oh, well, I'd like to answer his point as soon as he finish. hold on, let him finish, please. Okay, okay, so um as far as as far as black women is concerned, just understand this. Is it's black women, but it's is is bigger than that, it's Western culture. Understand that you go into these other countries and their culture is just different in, in their romantic relationships where it's it's more patriarchal. The funny thing about American culture is black women and women in America do want patriarchy. They just want it their way. Understand, and race race loyalty is not an incentive for black men to date black women. Understand, black women are black men's first choice. Any black man that grows up in a black environment around black girls chooses black women first. Okay. right. I often often hear the argument that black men that are with other races of women always has some secret fetish for these women. That's nonsense. They were most of these guys. I'm not going to say all most of these guys weren't the choice. They go somewhere else and then people trip. Okay. this is the thing. If it's like homie said earlier, we need incentives. We need incentives. Right. Women, right. especially black women are doing everything in opposition to what we will be choosing them for. They and they and they and they make it like a thing. They make it a movement. You understand what I'm saying? So race loyalty is not an incentive. You're going to need much more than that to make black men want to date and procreate with you. It's not a good deal. We watch guys like right now you got the uh ball player who has to pay this girl 200,000 a month. Now, without going too deep into that, my issue with that is not necessarily the story, but how people are reacting to it, right? Yes, get the bag, sis. You understand what I'm saying? Understand that men are seeing the average woman react to the affirmative when they see women tear men down and and, and dig in their pockets. So what do you think... Imagine if men uh, supported interesting. the culture that uplifts pimp and right, hoe culture, no, 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 um, no, 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 sitting no. around
0: talking about no, uh um, exactly. women affirming um certain no, things. That's very, I'm ready, interesting. I'm ready
1: to
8: very interesting. interesting. Uh-huh. Let me finish my Hold point. on,
0: go ahead and wrap up, Marcus, because yeah,
8: they're chomping at the bits to get this. in on this. Yeah, let me finish my <laughs> point. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, and Danny, you, know, you don't know too much about pimping and hoeing, uh, other than what's well, on the surface. I've been in that space, so but I'm gonna I'm gonna just finish off with this, right? Understand, we watched Will Smith, a family man who we've never seen in a scandal throughout his whole career that I know of. Not 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 no whole scandal, not cheating on his wife. Yeah,
6: scandals.
8: That's not true either. What, no, what
6: about
1: what about what happened to Leela Rashawn, what no, her husband up, did to her? Come on, we can we
8: can pull um, yeah, out uh, I gotta nuanced situations on gotta, both sides. You got to let me finish what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, please wrap
2: up your question with a question mark.
8: Okay, Thank so what, what I'm saying is we watch women champion the tearing down of apparently good men. So it wouldn't give us incentive to follow in those footsteps. Is what I'm
6: saying. Okay. 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 So okay. now let me now, read now, the now,
0: chat real quick, real real quick. Shout out to Jane Page. She says, "Oh, I went. Andy Wilkins, get out of your feelings, sir. Please and thank you." P.S. <laughs> hey, D. George, miss your face. I miss you too, sweets. Um, hopefully did she we'll call that face. man Andy? <laughs> she said Andy. Andy. <laughs> I'm like, who is yeah, Andy? You're and you know what? And I said it like it was his name too. <laughs>
1: What
0: wow. y'all, y'all right. um, I know yeah, Trump um,
1: trying to chime in, but i do want to tell marcus that they was chapping chappening um uh, uh antoine fuqua for cheating on lila rashon because she gained weight too just so you know go ahead Beatrice.
2: okay good uh, no, no no all right but yeah uh, first of all a first, first of all just because I already,
0: wait a minute let Big truck finish
2: yeah uh just because i had already anticipated that somebody was going to call me to bring up stats since that's how it is in the space. In the back chat, you'll notice that there are three links out of six. One is interracial marriage statistics in the United States. The second is racial pairings and fertility uh, among exogamous uh, couples. And then the next one was assimilation and ethnic marriage. So the keys that I was looking for was black male exogamy. Exogamy means dating outside of the race. So I actually looked up a lot of this stuff, but I already knew these things beforehand. Because I have a degree in sociology, and I actually studied sociology for a while up until I moved to physics and ge- geophysics. But the bottom line is, just because that you don't know something's happening doesn't mean that it's Mitchell, not we happening. We can't see Somebody, that well, best, No way. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I left the links there. If you want, I can give you the URLs. They can pull it up themselves. No, just leave them. Go ahead. Go but ahead, no, Richard. the bottom line is, just because you don't know something is happening doesn't mean it's not happening. Somebody in the chat pointed out that there's Asian men making videos where they're announcing how they don't like white men dating Asian women. Then (laughs) on top of that, there are Better Bachelor and there's a number of other YouTubers who continue to point out how much better dating white uh, out of the white men dating Asian women is for white men because even they have had it with white women. Under liberal feminist culture. So, just because, once again, just because you don't know that it's happening doesn't mean it's not happening. Not so, serious. I I, I i i listed three out of six. I could give you all of the URLs. You could go study this stuff. It'll take you a couple of days. No, go ahead. I'm little, I'm like someone else wanted to chime hold, hold in. On. I'm going to can the point.
6: Well, I got a couple questions. The
2: simple oh, well, hold on. No, no, no. The simple yeah, fact is, hold on, Let him finish. The simple fact is that. Again, we have a culture here that is not incentivizing marriage. It's not incentivizing childbirth post-marriage. It's incentivizing non-married childbirth. We have a culture that I consider toxic, and I don't want anything to do with it. I agree with that. The thing about it is it's not an attack on black women. What I'm saying is that black women are trapped in a system that's bringing us all down, and I don't want to deal with it. And if, if, if I can't tell you, if I can't tell you how to be better than that system, and you take that information and say, you know what, I think I'm gonna use that information, I'm gonna be a better person. Well, then there's nothing I can do with you. So I, I would rather have the control of going to a culture where I know exactly what to expect, and take a woman, a young woman out of that culture and say, Okay, you know what, you're gonna sign on with me, and you're gonna sign on to my program. I'd rather deal with that. Than to roll the dice and deal with any American woman, even the white guys have had it with these white women. Liberal feminism is destroying this country's culture. I agree. Mm, I agree with that too. Only one point
1: that
8: I'll differ on you is that black women are not trapped into anything. You got other women who live in America who do not operate. Yeah, because they have
1: an intact culture, but um,
8: yeah, yeah, but they because they play their role in it.
1: Yeah, but yeah, we've never had don't. an intact culture. We are created subclass in this in this country. So it, there's a different dynamic for African-American people, women.
4: There you go. But
1: um, I wanted to go ahead and get Black Wizard in and allow him to chime in on the topic. And we'll just move through the panel. Um, Black Wizard, what's up, my guy? What you got on the
10: topic? Hey, um, I was just pro- going to elaborate on a statement I made in one of the super chats. And then I'll uh, get out of the way. Um, Yeah. So, um, there's a lot, uh, I guess I want to challenge a little bit the, you know, black culture kind of narrative. Um, I think people overlook a lot of the toxic or negative aspects of our, of our culture. Um, like the, the ancillary parts of our culture, like art, um, you know, charisma, swagger, um, how like parties, how you like how we have fun. Uh, the parts that come after the main part of culture are re- are really interesting, and I think that does have a tendency to spread to other cultures, and people want to imitate that. Um, but the main part of culture, like what culture is really for, is for facilitating families and to how to keep families alive. Um, the system at which just like you were saying,' we're a subculture that was created through destruction of uh, other of multiple cultures to create a new culture that would only facilitate work. And since that has happened through slavery, that's the only thing that our culture is really that our culture really focuses on. Our, our culture has a very strict emphasis on making sure you don't make any waves in the labor system and making sure that you get into the high positions in the labor system and making sure that you're a good worker, but it doesn't have any emphasis on like family facilitating friendships, um, marriages. Um, there's a lot of like, like I know so many um, lady, the black lady, black women that um, have been abused, like sexually abused, like, like that. It's, that it's almost ridiculous. I know, I know that, I know there's a lot of uh, part of our culture. I I think, I think there's a, I think there's a underlying culture of like hiding things or trying to, this idea of like, you have to keep it in the lifeline kind of thing that goes way overboard. Like um, there, there's such a emphasis on secrets and um, making sure that nobody really knows what's going on. And then on the inside, there's like this, there's like this, you know, I don't know, there's like this pervasive kind of um, destruction almost between, between people like that. It's, it's really difficult to find, I think, um, a, black, a Black family that, that, that has not, like, there's not some kind of trauma involved in the family somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I think our culture facilitates interfamily family and interpersonal trauma. Um, and that's on a small scale to a large scale. So mental illnesses aren't really addressed, uh, you know, that like and, and, this is a type of, and this is the type of stuff from black culture that we don't really we, we just kind of like uh, brush it aside like it's normal and nobody really talks about it. But that's a part of black culture where if you're trying to get in a relationship with somebody that you would really want to pay attention to. Uh, so if you got if you got families that create this kind of that, that create this kind of environment, um uh, like and you guys know I'm married to you know I'm married to a black woman, right. so you know, at the end of the day, you know, whatever, but but but, but I like for instance, I'm raising my son. I'm like, there are certain parts of my childhood that I want my son to never experience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, like, but I
1: don't consider like, that stuff to be like um, specific to our culture. Yes, there is trauma. I am the first to admit that. But I think that everybody is minimizing our impact on the world. Like, not even just in pop culture, like in the arts, in fashion, religion. Like, there was an entire religion created by an African American. Our food, like, there are language. There's so much that we contribute to the world that I feel like is being minimized. That's not to say that we don't have the familial part of our culture is intact. I can agree to that. But I think that everybody, like even holidays, there are holidays that were created by African-Americans. Like our influence on the world is great. And I feel like that's just being minimized and everybody wants to pretend as though everything about African-Americans is just shitty. And I
8: disagree with that. Now all of those. Well, let me let me speak to that time. real
10: quick. Let me let me speak to that real quick because in the beginning I did say the ancillary parts of the culture are very very beautiful, very amazing. Uh, art, music, fashion, all the things that you mentioned are very very good things, and they're so interesting and and captivating that people tend to Im- imitate them. Even how we how we what dress. What about how religion,
1: we, cuisine, our language? Like those aren't like, yeah oh, architecture.
10: All those things are beautiful things, but the main part of culture is to facilitate interpersonal relationships. The whole, the main part of culture is to make sure that the species survives. You see what I'm saying? And to make sure the species survives, there has to be healthy interpersonal relationships. There are other cultures because because they're intact, that they have thousands of years of, practice of how a man operates with a woman, how a wife operates with her husband, well, we're already at a interact- disadvantage,
1: Black Wizard. We can't. We were stolen from our land, brought over here, and forced not to speak our language. African Americans actually developed their own language, had their own flag, and they weren't able to use it. So we're already at a disadvantage. That's by design. Us not having an intact um, familial structure, an intact way of communicating, and an intact way of impacting one another in that way that you're describing, that's by design design. We were a created subclass. We can't, we were stolen from different tribes. We didn't even speak the same language and we were not allowed to um communicate with our original languages. So that's a,
10: that
4: was that
1: has been in the making for a long time. And
10: that's and not we something about, that just and when
1: we were
7: set free, what's so, Hold, thing hold we on, hold on, hold on.
10: Everybody everybody give me let me on, give let me, me a chance to speak real quick. The first thing we did was let, make give me a act. chance to speak real quick. Hold on. <laughs> the concrete rose. You know, every time I come up here, that's like the first thing I say when somebody has something to say against black culture. The first thing I say is that we're a created subclass and that and then I even go to the extent of saying the government created black people and black does not actually yeah, but, exist. But but, but that you're me, not going that a, far. But the, but me, this, listen, I say that to say this. I say that to say this that that what you're saying is true. But because it's true, there is negative interpersonal relationships that can't be ignored. I agree. It, yeah. even, even, though, even though the circumstances that created those negative interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. were completely, uh, you know, aberration to, to what happened to the people that it happened to and to our culture and that it was created for the purpose of facilitating economic growth for the United States. I agree with all of that. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it still actually does exist. Absolutely. And that and that's what I'm and that's what I'm saying. Well, I agree exist. with you. I
5: agree. Okay. Focusing on the on the topic when we're talking about in Asia, African-American ADUS culture is not that big in Asia. K-pop Korean culture dominates the Asian yeah. market, right? It's K-pop by far. In, in China, they know basketball and they know rap music, but we're talking about fashion, makeup, hairstyle. Okay, you're
1: talking language. about one country. I didn't say Asia. specifically China, though. No, I'm
5: saying Asia. I'm saying no, but, but, Asia. But Asia. I didn't say me, specifically Asia. Guys,
2: guys, guys, first of all, see, this, is, this is what I told C. Rose earlier. Unless that's you've actually been to these countries or in general been to a number of these countries, you would not understand how african-american culture is packaged by america and shipped out just like your man is saying right here in korea k-pop mm-hmm. dominates in japan i'm saying y'all arguing
1: something that's the point that hasn't been made so let's y'all can make your right. points and we can move on
8: stop dude i see you <laughs>
5: no i mean I, I i look look i understand whatever i say i understand i'm a black man so whatever I say doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying that. No, not, don't, that's really not condescending because you're not in
1: a space right, so that, 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 um, will minimize what you're saying because you're a black man. We actually here. respect black men over uh, here and you have the right to speak, but I'm saying that you guys are arguing a point. That's not being made. You're specifically talking about nothing, Asia, which I understand. Man. And I respect that. I do want to say that my fiance was, uh, in the Marines and he was stationed in Japan and he talked, uh, talks often <laughs> about the influence that, uh, african-americans had on that culture so i don't know what you're seeing and he's downstairs i don't know exactly where he was stationed but i know he was stationed in japan it's
5: okay like you said it's not a part of the topic so we can move on but i just want to say 2021 is different from 1990 now k-pop rules asia that's okay yeah and
1: i'm talking about in totality so not just specifically today but uh,
4: that's
5: fine
9: uh, see, so, Rose, can, uh, I, can I speak on that? Came out on, of black guys. people, okay, I think. K-pop came out no, of no, no,
2: guys,
1: guys, no, 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 no. guys, hold on, hold on. Um, big truck, were you finished saying what you were saying? Because I wanted to just double check oh, okay. with Black Wizard that he got his point out before we move on to Pablo.
2: No, no, but listen, what I heard from Black, see, it, what I heard from Black Wizard, I could agree with pretty much most of what he said, but here's the issue though. You mentioned, uh, you said our, our language has influenced all these people. Which part of our language? Us calling, saying the word nigga every other word like it's a goddamn exclamation oh point? Oh my gosh, yeah, or, you, know. you want to just focus yeah, on that. Yeah. Go ahead. Or, or them over there singing our songs, not knowing what they're singing. They're not adapting that stuff in those countries. Here's a question for you. How many rappers killed each other within the last two years? They're not doing that over there. Like, well, let me, what y'all let me like
1: to do let me is reiterate these he's white right, supremacist talking exactly. points that he's I'm not right, going to go right. back and forth. No. No, that, no, is no. White supremacist that is talking
4: not talking point. That is not yes, because you Trump. reduce Trump. everything
1: Trump. to no, black. No, to it's Black's black killing No, black. it's not.
2: No, okay, it's not. Okay, go ahead, Big truck, well, Make your point because we're going to move the conversation forward. Yes, okay, we can move the conversation forward. That is in no way a white supremacist talking point. When I said that this culture was corrosive, I was talking about that. I was talking about the way we treat each other, yes. the way we're allowed Cannot. to treat each other. They do not do that in those other yeah,
1: countries. Okay, so.
6: yeah,
2: they ass do not. No, 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 no.
1: We're going to yeah. move the conversation forward to the you next person. You know there's person. Asian games. Pablo has been waiting to speak, and then Chavo, you're after him. So let us go ahead and move the convers or move the panel forward yeah, and
7: let Pablo time right. in. All right, Pablo. Big Truck, what's going on, man? Big Truck. Bro. How are you doing?
2: Good good I, I,
5: you know, I, oh, um, bro, I'm a big fan of your uh, YouTube
7: channel, man. Big fan. Appreciate you, bro. Um, I kind of lean toward a wizard on the cultural piece, and then I'm going to actually talk about Latin culture, which is what I know about. I can't okay. speak that much for Asian culture. Okay. But um, Black American culture is great in certain areas when it comes to creativity when it comes to being artistic when it comes to um you know being innovative we're 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 the best at that hands down gotcha where we fall down is in this family structure piece and it it's more recent that we found in it Because it's not like the first 100 years Post-emancipation We were very good at Mm -hmm. What we didn't have Was the freedom uh, That The post-feminist society And the um, uh, Welfare state And all of that stuff Added to it to take it down So We were very good at it Once upon a time But because we were such a a newly developing people in this country, it was very, we we became very fragile and very, of course you've heard the canary in the coal mine uh, comparison. We were the canaries in the coal mine. We were the, the most fragile subculture in this country. And so when they started adding all of these other freedoms and other, Uh, uh, privileges and assistances it took us down right so culturally speaking uh, these other older cultures have an advantage over us or on us in that area but again it's recent it's not it's not long term again the first 100 years we, we did just fine. Very first thing we did out of slavery is what? Go legitimize our families. We went we went down to the courthouses. We got married. I got an ancestor that was married in the 1780s. A free black person went down and registered and got married. So I, I'm sorry, Concrete Rose, I don't buy that particular argument. We're deficient where we're deficient, but it, it doesn't have to what be forever. What particular
1: argument it, are
7: you? Speaking yeah, but because it wasn't always forever.
1: I'm sorry. What argument though are you speaking
7: of? I'm confused. I'm, I'm talking about the cultural piece. When you say, "Oh, well, we're we're we we were uh, created, we were property, and this and that," and therefore oh, we can't get right. Subclass? No, <laughs> we've been right for a long time. We just dropped it.
2: Yep. Yeah. You know. You know what he's he's saying. He's talking about post-slavery Black people were accumulating wealth, black people had families well, I'm black aware. People were married. Yeah, so the you know, question and everything was stolen, and they no 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 no, no, no communities. Okay, go ahead. I'll let him
1: yes, it was. There were tons I'll of communities finish. Finish. that were sabotaged I'll, and finish. stolen, and there yeah, was yeah, full, yeah, like, were there was a community in the, that the, Lake Lanier was actually created on top of and burned down, and their wealth was stolen. Stop
7: that. To the culture right. To the, to the cultural, to the cultural piece, mm-hmm. we have a cultural deficiency in the area of family creation uh, and, and family stability. That's 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 apparent. There's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, as far as Latin culture, which is what I'm familiar with, since my wife is Dominican, it is a lot like Black American culture used to be. There you go. Used to be. Mm-hmm. when I took my when me and my mother went down to la vega dominican republic to meet my, to meet my wife's family it reminded me of where my mother grew up
4: wow. we
7: went down a dirt road a gravel road and houses on every, on each side and on each side was a person who was either related to or um had some close relationship to her family. And they all came out and droves to greet us. And we went to her father's little store, and everybody went and bought bottles of beer and 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 sodas and a party started right there. Guess who used to live like that? And how did that make you feel as a black man experiencing it? Thank you. Thank
2: you. Thank you. So, Pablo, so, what you're your saying is, by getting away from a toxic culture and going towards another culture, even though it was foreign to you,
8: yeah. it made you feel like a new mm-hmm. man, didn't it? And I got the pictures to prove it. <laughs> hey, 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 Pablo, I've been a dr before. I want you to continue, man. Get, get to the point, because I know where you're headed. Keep going. Yeah. So, 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 and and my and my mother, they,
7: you know what was said to us when we left? One of my nephews said, "Oh, wow." Like we thought you were going to be, we thought you were going to be arrogant and look down on us and this and that and the other. You know why we didn't? Because my mother grew up like that without houses and, and uh, 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 you know, cousins and aunts and everything that all lived next to each other and they and they went in and out of each other's houses and didn't lock the doors and all that kind of stuff. That's how she grew up,
8: and it was part of my childhood as well. Hey, Pablo, yeah. So, so what happened to us, man? man. Oh, Jake Shoran, Jake Shoran. Um, well, a lot of, got got a got got lot of things. Oh, wait, e- wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. Hey, hey, hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. We're almost headed toward the three hour mark. I do yeah. want to get everybody else in Um, Chavo. Did you have a chance to speak?
6: No, I didn't. Uh I just got a couple of questions. Let me
0: say something really quickly.
1: Hold on. Um, let me say something. Truth. Watch your bitch ass mouth because you going the fuck over whoa! the line. Mind <laughs> your business and worry about your fucking marriage. Don't worry about what the fuck I got going on in my house, coon ass. Whoa, whoa,
8: whoa, 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 whoa. Uh oh. Whoa. <laughs> whoa,
2: whoa. <laughs> Somebody done hit the nuclear button. <laughs>
6: Oh, that's super funny! All right,
8: Pop Pablo done. Yeah, yeah, I'm done.
6: Go ahead. All right, all right, no
8: problem. All right,
6: um, so I wanted to say, would you would you say that feminism uh is the root of our problem with our women? Yes,
2: yes, absolutely. (laughs) Liberal feminism is destroying America. Uh, I, I I I don't know how many I, I hate. Tribes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just
6: need a I just need a quick. Yes, I, I kind of yes, figured that's how yes, you. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Like I don't. I, I could point to a hundred
2: thousand stats. Yes. So hold on, hold on.
6: This this is where I was going. So in mm-hmm. other like, just keep it real. These other third world like shitty countries, they 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 they, they can't afford feminism like how exactly. we can. Exactly. So right. that's so so yeah. That's that. But why is it specifically Asia, brother, when there's plenty of black women in other situations down bad as these women are? Like even the sweet pea girl, I don't want to talk about nobody, but it's a lot of these Philippine women. I'm seeing like on these travel vlogs, the teeth look like Chiclets. ears are huge. (laughs) I like black women. So, 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 you can go to Brazil. You can find these black women in Brazil. Why not, hold on, hold on. Why not Brazil or somewhere that has a big black population? where these well, customs and stuff will still be the same. She has to submit that and they want to like how they do here, but they don't have to here. That's why they don't. Or anywhere feminism is, they don't have to. So their they're, nature they're, will take over and they don't and they, and right. they're going to be unruly. All
2: right, and let me answer that. I mean, very simple, answer for that, some of the for please. some of the reasons that I already pointed out, under their laws there's no divorce. That's number 1. Number two, the country itself, I find more comfortable. First of all, Brazil is a goddamn war zone. If you in certain places of Brazil, Rio de you go to their main cities. Their main cities are same so as crazy. the Philippines, of,
6: though. Not let's no, not say no, some places, no, but no, just no, that, no. like we are no, no, all no, going no. to say
2: excuse me. excuse me, that's not true. In a lot of Brazil, people. So all of Brazil around, is just oh, terrible. Yeah, excuse me, excuse me. I didn't say all of it, but I'm saying in most of the. Okay, let's talk about know. the good places though. Uh, uh, like yeah. no one's gonna uh, go uh, to a war zone, my nigga. In the main cities, they had to, for the Olympics, they had to fucking lock down the whole goddamn place. The people are driving around in bulletproof cars just to avoid being fucking kidnapped or shot. You have to go into a fucking bulletproof booth just to go into the bank. <laughs> number two, number two, in the Philippines, the only places no. that are violent is the South part, Mindanao, that's near Indonesia, where they have to worry about Muslim terrorists coming in. No. That's not how I want to deal. If I go to your... Okay, city, okay, I okay. Know I'm okay, real, okay. Look,
6: look, sure. look, look, look. Brazil is not the only place black women reside. We can, right. we can right. go anywhere else. Right. We can it anywhere else. Right. Why does it have to be Asian it's women? It. it could be your preference. It, 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 it could it. be... your Nigga, you yelling, it. they gonna change uh, shit. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You yelling, they gonna change shit. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, you can mute him now. No, no. Let me change him with this. Oh, 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 I'm trying. No, I'm trying to talk, but he's up there filibustering. Because I don't want to go no, off. Hold on, Jabo. You, no, you asked no. him a question. Okay. You have to let him answer.
0: Um, you
7: know, so no.
2: we're just
0: going to oh, rotate no, the panel. No, no, because no, he, let, me, let me We answer only answer. have one more person to speak. I'm, I'm going to
2: make that real quick. Let me answer that. Maybe, because you didn't even consider this. I've been to Africa before. I haven't gone to all the countries. But based on what I know, I like certain women for certain reasons. And we'll leave it at that. You don't, I don't need you to tell me, oh, yeah, well, you need to go a certain place to get something. No, that's not going to happen. That's it. Next, next question. Maybe. Okay. And he All has right. the right to
1: like what he likes. So you got to respect it for whatever reason. No, I didn't say, I said, know. that's what
6: I was getting to. It's your right. preference. That's why I said yeah. I needed an answer. That's why I want to get straight to that instead of going on about other shit, bro. I want to make what? it fast. Okay,
4: okay,
5: good. So uh, we're so right. like, we're going to, can get I reply wise to his man. answer? Who's I would that? like to, uh, I would like to answer this question if I could.
1: You got to be brief because we got to still get wise men in before we start on final
5: comments. I'll answer it in my final comments. I'll let the conversation move forward. No problem. Thank
1: you. Uh, wise men, what is your comment on the con- on the topic?
9: <laughs> hey, how y'all doing?
1: Hey, hey. Sorry
9: if this is kinda... So, I mean, I just wanted to kind of clarify the point that I was making. Uh, when I in my super chat, which was when I was talking about everybody's trying to imitate us, I was saying the good, the bad, and all that comes with it. Some people are breaking their necks to get in the Dominican Republic, our sisters and other people are going into the Dominican Republic getting uh, BBLs to try to get, you know, around behind like sisters. Uh, you got people that are imitating the way they think we talk and act. And I'm not saying that it's good behavior. I'm not saying that it's bad behavior. I'm just saying that. Uh, I I, wouldn't, I guess if you want to even call it culture, but people are imitating on how we are. They don't even know what it is to be black. But a lot of people want to be black. They want to be black without the consequences and they want to be black without the, you know, all the hardships and the things that come with it. Also, uh, the other point that I was making or that I heard it was said, Um, when it comes to the black family structure, yeah, we are messed up. Yeah, we have, you know, a lot of issues and this, that, and the other, but one of the main things we got to really realize when I was talking about the supremacist mindset, I was more or less dealing with the fact that it's so deep. It's not just on the physical level. And it's not something that we just came out of, uh, the brother was talking about antebellum slavery. It's not something that we can just come out of. It's not something that's an easy fix. It, it, took, it took thousands of years, in my opinion, uh, for us to get this way. It didn't just happen with slavery. It was long before, it was when the first Greeks came into Africa, you feel me? So I'm just saying that it's deeper than what we think. And a lot of times we carry on the, uh, the supremacist mindset that, look, we ain't nothing. Look at us. We, and we only point out our faults and our wrongs. And we never look at the good things that we've done, the cultures that we've influenced around the world and different things. And it didn't, and I'm just not talking about modern culture either. I'm talking about all throughout the world, even before we got to this degraded state that we're in. But I mean, and it's not everybody. A lot of times we speak in broad terms, like all of us are ratchet. I'm looking at a black lady right now, a sister right now. She with her family. She ain't ratchet. So that's just, we focus on a certain segment of our people and then we say, hey, look at us. That's a, that's a white man, in my opinion. That's a white thinking philosophy that we've adopted instead okay. of focusing on the good. Yeah. That's all
1: I agree, yeah. wise man. Thank you for your comment. I want to say this really quickly one thing that I will not tolerate don't say, don't bring up my father, leave, stop sp- speaking on my fiance, and damn sure, sure, don't ever say how you will slap me because that will not be taken kindly. Ever,
9: I know y'all got her mad. I mean, <laughs> I ain't never heard her cuz but if you know she's mad. Exactly. But uh, I thank y'all for having me up.
1: Y'all always <laughs> the line a lot of times, and y'all can y'all you free to have your opinion about whatever. No one cares really what you think, but don't don't threaten me or say how you would slap me because I will take that very personally. You might slap your white wife, but you won't slap me.
8: I must have missed that. I did um, show.
1: We're we're gonna start <laughs> the process to get closing comments. Um, Danny, who you want to start with, Pablo, or what order you
0: want to go in? Let's get black wizard black wizard yeah hold
10: on hold on what
2: the fuck
10: yeah I I was in the I was in the room with my baby uh, watching him sleep but um oh yeah, that's so, sweet. so um uh, a lot of people okay I, I, and this is a, this is just a theory of mine I'm just gonna Throw it out there, take it or leave it. All right, so I see, I kind of see feminism in two different parts. There's a part of feminism that is in the schools and that is taught through uh, organizations like Now and BLM and all kinds of stuff like that, and you know, through critical race theory, you know, that that kind of thing. And then there's the other part of feminism that people don't really talk about, and that part is the part that actually affects real reality, like that's not just in your head like the uh, advantages that technology affords uh, human beings kind of creates an environment that facilitates feminism because there was there wouldn't be feminism unless women could have you know sex indiscriminately through the birth control pill or were allowed to uh, or we weren't in a service economy that is afforded to us by the industrial revolutions or you know, that, you know, computers and things like that didn't exist. There, there, a lot of this feminist stuff wouldn't even make any sense. So, when people say feminism affects the West, I think, and then, and then they try to go to other countries to, um, to escape the mentality that is created by the West. I think uh, they're on a ticking time. They're on a ticking time clock right now. I think if you're going to do it, you better do it real soon. <laughs> uh, because um, from from the things that I'm seeing, um, there's like a global effort to um, the words they keep using are something like, quote, level the playing field, in quote, with, te- with, technolo- with technology regarding blockchain, artificial intelligence. Deep learning, machine learning, robotic process automation, that technology is going to move into those, um, those developing countries and make the, and, and, uh, through you know the efforts of China, Russia, and, and things like that, and the world economic forum. And it's going to change the environment that thousands of years of culture had uh, facilitated for those countries before. Then you got this, then you got stuff like the COVID passports and things like that. So it's like what? you yes, in a way, feminism has affected the the West, but feminism is more than just <laughs> the ideologies that are floating around in education. Feminism is a feminism is a mechanism of technology. So if you're going like if you're if you're thinking you can run. You might be able to do it for a little bit, but it's coming to a country near you. So <laughs> if you're going to do it, you better do it fast. It's oh, Black Black Wizard, how quickly
2: is feminism coming to Afghanistan? Right, exactly.
10: How quickly? That, that right there. They're how quickly fighting for it too.
2: How, no, yeah, they're, fight, they're fighting for what? They just lost everything they fought for. Feminism ain't coming to Afghanistan ever. Why? Because those people stand on their religion and they will die on it. They are not letting anything change that place. That's what you're witnessing right now. Uh No, there are some places where they will, for the next thousand years, they'll be the same way they are right now. Even if they have to live in poverty, even if they have to keep everybody down. No, it's not going to affect everybody. It's only going to affect some of them. No, there there are some. You have to understand a strong culture doesn't play that game. America has all that democracy and republic stuff, but these other cultures they don't play that game. And they're showing you right now by the people hanging off these planes and falling thousands of feet. They're showing you right now what they're talking about.
10: Isn't the Isn't the Taliban talking to China? Yeah,
2: exactly. And Isn't China is China
10: moving five G infrastructure China. and five G don't and, nothing when it comes automated to railroad, you and you, stuff you you the hold, hold on, big because oh, okay. This is
1: supposed to be his final comments.
2: Yeah, no, I know it's a, it, but see here's the problem. You mistake the role of technology with the role of culture in the household. For the most part, most of those men may work jobs with technology, but those women will stay in them houses under Sharia law. They will never get out of those places. And they're promising you that right now.
10: So no, that's not Uh, true.
1: Okay. Uh, Okay, I'll just say this
10: and I'll jump off. Yeah, I'll just say this and I'll jump off. Um, Yeah, so um, where, where was I going with that? well i'll i'll just i'll just I'll just say this the one that remains to be seen. and then two, uh, I don't conflate those two things. what i'm what I'm making this distinction is is that culture is dictated by how people uh, navigate the environment. and when your environment is most mostly agrarian or mostly uh, industrial revolution on the on the first phase, mm-hmm. then you're afforded to do some things that we can't do over here because the reality doesn't really make any sense over there. To be doing stuff like we're doing it when our industrial when our industrialized phases are are further up, further along than other countries. So it remains to be seen, big truck. Well, I, I guess that theory will be tested. But 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 yeah. So um, I don't I don't think the uh, I don't think the answer is to necessarily run. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you should just stay in black culture and do whatever it is you do. I think you should do whatever makes ha- makes you happy. I just I'm just saying that. Run. It,
7: why do you use? Why did you use the word down, probably, run? Hold on, we want to get through yeah. final comments. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank I'm, you. Just, I'm
10: just gonna I'm just gonna push through it. So, uh, like, I'm just saying that. You are you're you're working you're working on a shot clock. So so uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, keep that in mind as you're as you're uh, doing well, these well
2: black Quizlet, as we move on to the next person, let me just say it like this. No, I'm not running from our culture. I can't run from what I have here in America. But what I will say is that there are a lot of other places where the rules of America do not in any way apply. Next.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Black Wizard, for your contribution to the discussion. Appreciate you, as always. Um, yeah, thank you for coming up and commenting also on your opinion on um, the influence of Black culture, Black American culture. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, who next, Danny?
0: Let's get wise, man. Okay. Uh,
9: so I'm just going to, my last Statement is to the, I guess, the topic of the show. Um, And correct me if I'm wrong on the topic, but are Asian women better than Black women? Well, my answer is always going to be no. Why foreign
1: women make better wives than Black women was the topic.
6: So,
2: um, Black women. Dude, what
9: are your team going to be? My first. Choice, my are best you,
2: choice, wise
9: man. Are you on nah, T-Mobile dr-
2: because you're breaking up real bad?
1: You're, we can hear you now. I think. Go ahead, say something. Uh,
9: wise yeah, man. I, I, yeah, I actually. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm driving home from work, so uh, <laughs> okay. sorry, I will just say this: there ain't nothing like a sister for me. Um, everybody, everybody, everybody got their choice. Um, the brother Pablo, he got a Dominican. That's a sister to me too. Um, you know. Everybody's got their choice at the end of the day. My choice is always going to be a black woman. That's just me. And uh, I appreciate everybody for having me on the panel.
7: Well, thank
2: you. Thank, thank you, Wise Man. man. Thank, you, thank you, Wise man. man. Very quickly, I also want to remind you, the original Filipinos are from Africa. I just want you to understand that. Those are yeah. dark-skinned women. Don't play that game. Don't play uh, that game. But, so. uh, but, um, no, no, uh, there's no uh, okay. game. There's um, no yeah, game. Either you know history
1: or you don't. Oh, thank you, Big Chuck, for enlightening us. Uh, we ain't signing. What you got? Um, what's your closing comments?
2: Yeah, we ain't signing. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody's got Obama phones tonight.
1: Yeah, we ain't signing. We can't
5: hear you. Oh, can you, you so- guys hear me? Can yeah, you hear me? now. Yes. Okay. All right. So, yes, I'm, I'm, my closing comments are twofold. So, the first thing is, is that I want to kind of dispel the argument that uh ADOS men are going abroad and getting, you know, low level, low socioeconomic women, especially in Asia. Uh, this is not true. Every Asian woman that I have dated has been second generational, uh, upper middle class or second generational rich. Uh, China is the second largest economy in the world. So richer than all of Europe. Uh, first in uh, technology and automation. And I would say, hands down, that uh, Northeast China have the best uh, marriageable women on the planet, right? Low body counts over 80% are virgins. Uh, They're very loyal. They'll ride or die. You can be in the gutter together, whatever they'll help you. Uh, They believe in family business and they believe in building families, whatever a man kind of wants. As far as the, the lists of what a wife should be Northeast Chinese women have it period right. White, white, Asian, those Asian women are catnip to white men, right? Uh, second, no no black man is running from anything, right? There's just no incentive, no infrastructure for the black community to keep to keep uh, black men who travel abroad to keep them in the community. There's just no incentive and there's no infrastructure, right, there, there just isn't. So it's not that we're running, it's just that there's no place for us in the black community, especially ADOS women. And so in, in general, uh, what makes a good wife, what I'm basing all of this foundation on, what, what makes a good wife is how you were raised, right? No one is born to be a wife. No one is born to be a husband. It's the tradition, the values, and how you were taught. Being a wife is a skill set. Being a husband is a skill set. So foreign women are trained and have better, uh, have, are trained and have a better skill set at being a wife more often than American women. Because I don't want to put this solely as a as a, a black woman thing because it's bigger mm-hmm. than that now, yes. right? It's an American thing. It's an American thing. And foreign women have better skills at being a wife than American women. So in general, yes, I would say so just because they have better skills at being so. Thank you for your
2: time, and everyone have a good day. Thank you very much. Sister Thank George, you. do me a favor, share do that screen, screen, please. Uh, just do me a favor, share that screen. Thank we can talk over Hold
1: it. Hold on, uh, uh, Big Truck. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate your commentary. Um, I, I actually enjoyed the first thing that you said when you joined the panel, uh, the way in which you articulated yourself regarding um, you know, everything that you said. Uh, definitely appreciated your contribution. Come back and check us out in the future. Big Truck, I'm assuming you want us to see that there were... uh, I I just wanted to point out...
2: I just wanted to point out that the indigenous... Excuse me! Either you know your history or you don't. So anyway, as I was saying, the uh, Malaysian people, the Malay are a race that originated from Africa. They came Africa now. If you know anything about the history of that area, they've been conquered by the Spanish, they were conquered by the Japanese, they've They've been conquered numerous times. They were basically conquered by America. No, those people originated from Africa, just like the people who are in Australia. But I wouldn't expect you to know this if you don't know. So I'm telling you it, and you can go look it up. But don't tell me it's not true. I just want you to understand. Don't tell me it's not true. We appreciate
1: you. I want to read the super chat. Black Wizard ADOS says I said run because the Implication to me was avoidance Of black or western culture So thank you for that clarity Uh, Black Wizard definitely Appreciate you and I can't see who's Next because they're hidden Uh, Oh Marcus Uh, Marcus what are your closing comments
8: Hey Hey Shout out to uh, We ain't signing because he said a lot of Things that made a lot of sense Okay. Um, I agree with him that there's no incentive. Um, uh, I want I want to speak on some of the things that were said earlier. Um, do I blame feminism? Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as you know, foreign women making what is it making better wives than black? Is that the the, that the exact topic? Farm better wives than black women. Yeah. Understand that. I mean, like like we and said. Um, this is not just a black woman thing. This is a an American thing. It's a, it's a Western culture thing. And, you know, but in, 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 in reference to black women, um, it's not just feminism aside from that, we had, you know, welfare, remove black men from the home and things like that, things of that nature. So what, what we, what we've seen happen, especially in our community, we've seen the state replace men. So our function, uh, you know, uh, black, women's uh need for our presence has been replaced by the state okay so in those third world countries that's being spoke of you go in these places there there are there is no welfare there's no safety nets that um those women could you know turn their nose up at the men in that environment and say i don't need you because i'm getting this check or whatever the case may be And not only that the culture does not reward those women for bad behavior. We have a culture that rewards bad behavior here, from especially from women. Okay. Um, black women need to stop parroting white feminism because uh, white feminism is a beef between white men and white women. It has nothing to do with you. Because the things that white women are complaining about in white feminism, were not given or taken away by black men. We have nothing to do with that. And what's happening is that is is breaking us apart. You know, this this new culture, especially where, again, black women are doing a lot to, uh, you know, is this rebellious thing where it is everything in opposition to what black men want, but you still want to be taken care of. You still want all these things. You still want patriarchy, right? You go to these other places, Patriarchy exists because they need the men, period. They need the men. And what Homie said earlier about tech, tech is a a factor because in this country, which is a first world country, tech and other things um, support the ability for women to be feminists. You know, uh, patriarchy supports feminism. There would be none of these things if it wasn't for you know, uh, you know, whether it be tech or industrial revolutions and things like that, because you wouldn't be able to afford to do it because you would starve. So that's, that's why those environments, those third world environments are more traditional because you need that man's presence and, and all that other stuff does not matter, all right? So um, the other thing, the last thing I'll say is, um, and this was mentioned earlier, uh, black women in America don't hold a monopoly on blackness. There are black women outside of this country and in other cultures. So if I seek a black to be with a black woman, and I, I've dated nothing but black women, nothing but. So while I make my points, at the same time, I've dated nothing but black women. Even though sometimes I'm sick of their bullshit. There's other places outside of the West where you can find black women who are not what they are here. And if that's what you choose, that's fine. If you choose an Asian woman, that's cool too. But again, there are Black women outside of the West that you can be with, and, and that that are not products of this culture. That's it.
2: <clears throat> okay. That, that, yeah. All right. All well, listening. thank
0: you so much, Marcus. Yeah, we appreciate you coming through, big truck. Big truck yeah. No, You, I... can,
1: you can read the the um. Well, no, no, no.
2: I just pulled that one up because it was just a further example of yeah, the fact that most. Okay, good. No, I just want to make I just want to make that point clear because the problem is if you do not travel, especially if you don't study other cultures from a first-hand perspective, you wouldn't understand uh, what it's like in these places and what these people live under. Yeah, there's a lot of. White supremacist stuff pushed on these people. Skin lightening cream. They do that in Africa too. There's a lot of culture that I think is destructive to these people being pushed on them from Europe and being pushed on them from America. And I see it from the outside looking in. So that that that's my main point. That's all go my. Ahead, that's wait. all I would say. Go ahead, Pablo. I
1: was gonna say something, but I ain't even gonna get into it. No, no, go, go I'm ahead. I'm gonna
2: say my Say, 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 Pablo, it, Big <laughs> Trump.
7: Y'all are finance? fucking annoying.
1: What like is your come final final on, shit. Pablo on the okay. topic.
7: Um real quick. Um Oh my god, another T-Mobile user.
2: Goddamn. Pablo? <laughs> All
4: right,
0: y'all. Um Big Truck, what are your final thoughts? Uh matter of fact, let me say this. I really really greatly greatly appreciate you for coming through and blessing us with this interview. Um I haven't seen you do uh many interviews within this space. So, um, thank you so much. I thought this was a very, very interesting conversation. Got a little heated here and there, but it was definitely interesting. And hopefully, you'll be back. So, thank you so much for um, giving us this interview. It was really good. And and let me and let
2: me say thank you. Definitely
1: appreciate you, Big Truck. Let me say really quickly before you go. Um, I did want to hear what Pablo had to say, but sorry, Pablo, you were having some technical difficulties. Um, Big Truck, uh, definitely appreciated your contribution and thank you for giving us the opportunity to interview you and being um, genuine as it relates to your answers and also being able to drop links and pull up um, things, inferences and supporting um, information regarding the points that you made. Definitely appreciate you. I thought that the interview was very informative and very good, um, despite it getting heated, which, in my opinion, was rightful because, like, don't come for me, ever. Um, but um, I want to know what your final comments are as it relates to the discussion, and then um, we'll give our final comments and close it out.
2: Well, okay, and, and let me first start off by saying thank you, and um, uh, it was interesting that you came up with the idea to even do this as a uh, topic, so yeah, I you know, I wanted to volunteer. And um, as you point out, I don't do a lot of interviews with people in this space. I actually prefer to bring professionals into the space to talk to the people who are in the space. So the last time I brought on a judge, and I think a couple other times I brought in like professional investors, and the next time I plan on bringing in a tax consultant, CPA, who's actually a black woman who has her own uh, CPA thing. And she's going to come in and talk about crypto taxes since everybody's crazy about that. Um, But... All I'm going to say is this, it's like, uh, no offense specifically to Black women in general, but I really do believe that both Black women and Black men are currently involved in a culture that is not beneficial to us, and I can't even point out all of the myriad of examples that show that it is not beneficial to us. I think we need change, I think we need to decide uh, how we're going to move forward I've tried to put out uh, all, as much information as possible about building wealth, about um, you know, uh, improving people's credit in order for them to be you know, more uh, armed when they go out into society and they're trying to purchase things like houses and other things that help build wealth. But ultimately, again, we're, we're living in a consumerist, liberal feminist culture that is not what black people, are designed for. We're not designed for this. We're under somebody else. We are not dominating our culture. We're not dominating or in control of ourselves. And I, for one, am tired of it. And I've decided that I'm gonna move as far away from it as possible. Whether it's moving from place to place or changing your mentality or changing what you're surrounded by, I've decided that I'm going to divest myself of this because I see that it is toxic and poisonous for me and I've had enough of it and a lot of other people are coming to that same conclusion themselves and they themselves are doing pretty much the exact same thing they're just doing it in their own way so as far as what the other guys are saying there if you want a black woman who's not a part of this yeah you better have a passport you better be prepared to travel you're either going to Africa you're going to Brazil whatever it is. If you want another type of woman who's not a part of this, you gotta have a passport, you gotta be prepared to travel. If you want to stay in this and take your chances with someone else, black men or black women, that's your option. You can stay in this and take your chances. But from what I've seen, I see that I don't wanna take my chances in this because chances are I'm gonna lose and I'm gonna lose big. So no, I'm moving out. So that's what I had to say. So thank you very much, ladies, again. Great topic, and you had a great guest tonight. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Big Truck. We appreciate you. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed you, so um, definitely thank you. If you guys have not done so, make sure to subscribe to Big Truck's channel uh, because as he stated, he has a very um, diverse list of topics that he goes over and a lot of um, information relating to how you can uh, become more business savvy. So definitely check him out, sub to the channel. Some good information uh, comes from Big Truck. So uh, thank Thank you again big truck uh we appreciate you
0: and enjoy your evening
2: you ladies too thank you very much again for having me have a good night
0: you thank too you. um if you guys don't know pablo fresh is doing a follow-up show right now so um i did highlight his link so if you guys don't know go over to pablo fresh he is doing um the after show hopefully you guys will enjoy that as well And um, that's all Mm -hmm. I have.
1: Well, I want to say in closing, I enjoyed the discussion overall. I enjoyed especially just uh, the information that we were able to exchange with Big Truck. Definitely enjoyed the panel guests and some uh, very interesting commentary that came out of that, as well as some very interesting. You know, dissenting opinions on um, certain aspects of the conversation as it related to that. I still hold true to my opinion as it relates to um, Black culture. We do not have an intact family structure. um, And I was not even insinuating that. There has been so much trauma. Uh, that Black people have endured, and there is so much healing that needs to go on, for you know, within Black people, uh, Black people's families, that it's preventing us from having that intact family uh, structure. So I do not deny that we are not influential in that way. But I do believe that there are a lot of other ways in which we are influential. And yeah, I stand on that um as it relates to me and my personal business like i stated um keep your keep your mouth off me and keep your mouth off mine and um I don't understand why there's this obsession with me and my relationship and things that had have, have nothing to do with the uh, discussion being put in the chat and, and threats and all that type of stuff. I just don't take kindly to that. And yeah, that, you know, keep, keep, your, keep my name out your mouth. Um, you know, i don't rock with you like that. No way. So just, you know, keep your name, off, keep your mouth off of me. And um, thank you to everybody who super chatted us. Thank you to everybody um, in the chat. Y'all were off the chain as always, but we definitely appreciate y'all. And thank you to everybody who visited the um, the panel as well as Kit Clouds. He sent us a uh, cash app, so we appreciate you as well. And yeah, that's all I got.
0: Well, be sure, if you don't know, um, we do a show every Sunday and Wednesday. Um, You guys will definitely, definitely want to be around here on Sunday. Uh, We have a really, really, really fire show coming up on Sunday. So um, be sure to join us. Um, Have a great weekend and be safe. We're out.